0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, and then oh, God! He uh, looks him in
1: the eye and he says, "Yeah, that yeah. <laughs> man <laughs> Oh wow! I'm like, wow. i like that guy raised you and took you in. Yeah. So maybe don't like, maybe don't, Ooh. maybe don't be like that because you just you, the vibe you give it off is just kind of pathetic. Really, really, yeah. And, yeah. yeah,
0: really, really, just juvenile. Yeah, kind of juvenile in the act of trying to be mature.
1: Yeah. yeah, that's a perfect summation of Big Damn Cast. Welcome hey! to another episode. I am Christopher Mustafalis, <laughs> and I am the old Rumple teaser. <laughs> that's being made into a film. That was announced yes, this weekend with
0: James Corden.
1: Well, there you go. But Ian McKellen is old Deuteronomy. See, I always picture old Deuteronomy as, as a sort of a large, enormous. Yeah, yeah. I mean, didn't Blessed play him at one point? Yeah, yeah. So, like, you don't really... Uh, James Earl Jones, I think, played him in the States at one point.
0: That would not surprise me. Uh,
1: and, but they're like, Taylor Swift... And I'm just, why make a movie of Cats? It doesn't make sense. Because Cats is shit. It doesn't have a plot.
0: <laughs> it, it, it's the only reason... It is a I, collection I, I just, of poems, I've seen poems it. that were written into a collection of songs.
1: I've seen it live twice. Because I was taken to see it live twice. I do not care for Cats.
0: I've got a, f- a few friends who've been in various productions of Cats... It's still shit. Yeah. Like, it's but, not good.
1: But the only reason really to see it would be to see the dancing and the choreography live. That would only yeah. be the appeal. Which so, is impressive. So for it to be pre-shot and probably not choreographed like the stage show would be. What's the point? I don't know. What's the point in anything? Well, I'll tell you what the point is. To listen to bollocks and nonsense that doesn't matter because one day we're not going to be here anymore. That's right. Comic-Con happened this past week. It did. we got shit to talk about. We've got many things in our annual Comic-Con roundup. But first, unfortunately, there is a giant of the Comic Con and Geek culture world yeah. who left us, who genuinely just left this planet and hopefully went to somewhere where Superman like the Superman lives exists and he can see the finished version in the alternate heaven universe or wherever we go, wherever do we go. Just
0: somewhere better. John
1: Schnepp, uh, King of the Shweddies is uh, gone. Uh, many people know him because of things like Schmoo and, and Collider. He was a journalist and a reporter for those yep. guys, but primarily he was um, one of the main directors and writers on Metalopoly- uh, Metalopoly- Metal Metalocalypse. Metal it's Metal so Ocalypse. hard to
0: say. It's great.
1: But um, I know him mostly because of um, his appearances on early movie fights, Uh, on on the YouTubes but also because of the the death of Superman Lives What Happened documentary uh, which was a massive undertaking that he and his then partner and eventual fiance um, came together to go right Superman Lives the movie that was meant to happen in the 90s that went through about a billion different iterations before it was killed off yeah what the hell happened? And and he tracks down everybody involved in it that he could do the four screenwriters involved with it, including Kevin Smith, uh, John Peters, the producer, yep. Tim Burton. He's the first person to finally sit down with Tim Burton and interview him about Talk this, this him movie about he was project, meant to yeah. make. Uh, it's the it's the it's the film that unearthed the footage of Nicolas Cage in the costume tests. Um, he he was that passionate about the stuff that you know we're all we chat about every week, like you know geek culture and and these stories and this, this escapism that he went. That one was fascinating. I want to know what happened that he freaking went for it, amongst other works. But like that was the one where you went, yeah this this is a good guy who, well, who's interested in stories and stories was, about stories. Off the
0: back of that, it was commissioned to he was commissioned to do a series. Yeah, they, they put which, together
1: six um, yeah. six episodes for the show bible together, and they'd started filming stuff for yeah. it.
0: Uh, well, to, uh, in a statement um, that announced his death, um, his fiance Holly Payne mentioned that. She is hoping to complete it and release it later this year. Oh, good, good. Um, Because, again, it's
1: looking at uh, other movies that disappeared after lengthy production periods and and stuff. So his curiosity and his passion for this stuff is going to live on. Uh, He passed away, I believe. A stroke was involved. He was hospitalised. And then the complications after the fact. Is that Um, right?
0: He had a blood clot removed from his left carotid artery, Mm. but they couldn't stop the bleeding.
1: And did that lead into... Yeah, Um, okay.
0: Yeah. Irreparable and ca- according to the again this is from the, the Holly Painish fiance, um, irreparable and catastrophic damage was caused to so both hemispheres and all brain activity ceased. His sister Deborah and I had to make the difficult decision to take him off life support. There yeah. was no possible way for him to recover. Yeah, they
1: stayed with him for the last like near twenty four hours and mm-hmm. just like apparently like sang to him and spoke to him yeah. and hugged him and then yeah, so they they got to sort of make their peace.
0: Um, but that is tough, man. That is. Really, really really shit, shit really awful and
1: especially for for those two because like they were best friends and colleagues and then partners mm-hmm. and then romantic partners and they were going to get married and it's yeah. just like to have that torn from you that's nuts and so it's a big loss to the geek community but obviously you know our thoughts are with the family with and friends family, and yeah. at this time um depressing side note even more uh, than the news itself continuing the the upset of it all uh, due to the American healthcare system
0: yeah well you still have to pay them if you fucking die
1: yeah uh, the family are looking at over $150,000 worth of medical bills and expenses yeah. which at the moment they cannot afford to pay yeah or, or even begin to, to pay off a chunk of so uh after this podcast goes up, we will uh, on Friday retweet the, the GoFundMe because oh, the they they've got a, they've got a page for donation. Um, so if you could chuck anything toward that, even if it's just like a couple quid, um, would obviously be most like helpful for them, especially if you ever enjoyed any of John's work. Yeah. Like the least you could do is, is give his family a, a a little leg up in this you know rather distressing time, which is already upsetting enough, and then this medical bill stuff's on top of it. So yeah. um yeah, John Snap. Yes. Goodbye, mate. Only fifty one, wasn't he? Fifty one. Fifty one, that's which
0: is fucking no age nowadays. No. Um it's ridiculous.
1: In the world of geek culture before before the weekend, before San Diego kicked off proper, there was uh, another shake up.
0: Oh yes, this
1: This is a big moral quandary and conundrum of really unpleasant it's, it's and not so ridiculous though, proportions. Is it? It's not well, a conundrum.
0: It's very clear what's happened here. Oh it's very clear what's happened
1: here, but it it it's it does raise many other questions. I mean, I'll be honest. It, it, for those who don't know the basics of this, James Gunn, film director and writer, um, is a very outspoken detractor of Donald Trump. Yeah. He referred to him as like a fake president and things so like that. that. Um, and as his as is his right as an American, the First Amendment allows him freedom of speech. Yeah. Obviously, that's not freedom from consequence, as the story will eventually lead on to about yeah. other things.
0: Yeah, we'll get. But there.
1: because he's very anti-Trump, a lot of heavily pro-Trump and like, especially violently pro-Trump yeah. um, supporters online attack and, and harass James Gunn quite regularly. This past week, one individual wasn't it? It's
0: Michael... Basically, Mike Cernovich, Cernovich. Who is a First Amendment lawyer, mm-hmm. and um, basically he's a, he's been a far-right ringleader uh, mm. and organiser of harassment campaigns for years. He's the guy who... Uh, whipped up the whole Pizzagate fury, yes, where he was yeah. trying to convince everyone that Hillary Clinton and a bunch of her staffers were um a paedophile ring, a and ring, and smuggling out of, thing, out of a pizza thing, basement. Yeah. Um, and
1: a-, a man who was quite openly uh, advocated for rape and rape culture in the past. Yes, as well, he's,
0: he's, he's boasted of being a rapist. Yeah, um, and quite openly talks about mm. rape. Um, he said uh, uh, one particular tweet that sticks in my mind is saying. Um, have you ever tried to rape a girl without using force? Date rape doesn't exist. Which is fucking despicable. God. That is just the worst bullshit.
1: So this absolute Basically, cancer of a human being yeah. decided, I don't like James Gunn backtalking our
0: president. So he's gone back and he's dug up some tweets that James Gunn made back in 2008. James Gunn back in two thousand eight was a fucking idiot. Yeah, like he'd... he
1: was. He was. He was a creative person. He was a director and writer at the same. At that time, he'd been making lots of. him working with trauma. Uh, yeah. He he'd he'd made Troma. And, and Juliet for fuck's sake. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, that's it, a uh,
0: trashy movie. It
1: is Slither, which is pretty great. homage to be movie, but again, it is a gross. Like, yeah. it, it, it is an uncomfortable movie that's meant to shock you. Super is again a brilliant movie, but it's it's a shocking movie and it's very uncomfortable. His entire shtick back then, it seemed, in terms of the presence he wanted to put out there, was was as a, sho- a, a shock shock yeah. jock, somebody who is wanted to yeah. freak you out, make you go, "Oh, that's horrible." He's, I'm
0: gonna be, I'm gonna be provocative by yeah. being offensive, and so he made jokes about rape and jokes about paedophilia, which, uh, apart from being offensive, just not funny, just yeah. and like you can't, I can't, well, I can't defend. Yeah, it's the thing. is like
1: you like, subjective, but the jokes are definitely. Yeah, on like it's a very small amount of people who enjoy them without um, beyond without tasteless. going.
0: Oh, that is not right. Yeah, tasteless and crass at the very least. Yeah, um, like, so it, I, and it, I can't, it's perfectly you know,
1: acceptable to enjoy tasteless, dark, horrible, uncomfortable jokes, but ah, uh,
0: these just aren't funny and not yeah, good. Yeah, and, and I don't. I'm I'm not going to turn around and defend James Gunn doing stupid things. Mm. Um, however, as not only has he publicly apologized for this and blog post that he did with some transphobic content. Um, not only to publicly apologise for that, but it's clear from his work with Disney on the Guardians of the Galaxy franchise, um, as both a writer and a director, and from the testimonies of people who've worked with him, mm. as well as as well as his uh, brother, Sean. Um, Sean Gunn, also a filmmaker and an actor. He's not that person anymore. Mm. But what Mark Senevich did, as he has done before, and it's a bad faith move of whipping people up into a moral frenzy mm. by using a moral code that they don't hold to themselves yes um and getting someone's getting someone ousted from yeah that from their job so i so mean
1: mike Sinovich digs all this stuff up compiles yeah. it sends it to all the people he you know will get outraged not necessarily because they think that the material's sick, but yeah. because they know, oh, if we talk yeah. about this, James Gunn's going to yeah. be in trouble.
0: But so then they this do is that also and, Mark Sinovich, yeah. who has offered to advocate for pedophilia websites before. Yeah. So under again, under like, the First
1: Amendment. So, so once again, not, also, not, the per- like, not the person to ever get on his high horse about this. No. Not the person who deserves to be listened to about this. But all the same, a bunch of... Screen grabs of, of James Gunn's jokes and stuff, which have, again, long since been deleted and removed. Yeah. In 2012, I don't they think announced... they've been deleted. Oh, a lot of them have. Uh, I think, I believe, the tweets
0: have, but the blog, post blog posts exist in like, the archives and things like that. But all that shit's archived regardless of whether it's deleted anyway. Oh, yeah. like, once something goes up on the internet, it doesn't matter. Oh, it's if out. There. It's absolutely out there. It's staying there. And
1: um, in 2012, when it was announced he was directing Guardians of the Galaxy people brought that up they went he's but he, he makes really horrible sick jokes and he announced a public statement similar to the one he echoed last week yeah where he said i don't apologize for the jokes because they're jokes and if i was apologizing for having the right to you know have a sense of humor and yeah. say stuff then i'm i'm saying that it's wrong for people to say what they like which is going against the first amendment however i do apologize to anyone who feels upset because of them and i have made a concerted effort to move away from that and move on from that. Yeah. Now, in 2012, he said that, obviously, to be like, look, obviously, I'm not bringing this sense of humour into, into a Marvel family a Disney family project. Same project yeah. And he has
0: long yeah. since proved that. Um, I mean, look at the central thematic arc of both those guys of the Galaxy movies. It mm. is literally about a man-child in a state of arrested development, yes. becoming more mature, yeah. accepting, The Guardians movies are about people becoming better people and growing and, and developing. if we do not allow for people to become better and move past their mistakes, then we take away any reason for them to even attempt to do so. Mm. And don't get me wrong, if he was a child abuser, if he was a rapist, that shit that you can't really move past in the same way Mm. as you can making some shitty jokes at other people's expense a fucking decade ago. There's definitely degrees here, but I... If you fire James Gunn from guys, and and let's be clear, I'm not concerned for James Gunn's career. He's going to be fine. Yeah, He's well off. He's going to work it again. It might take a
1: little while, but yeah. someone is going to give him He's a chance. He's going to
0: be alright. Um, I am concerned that this sets a dangerous precedent for Disney to be so spineless as to capitulate to what is essentially a right-wing smear campaign. Not of any genuine moral um, concern, but it just this, want to spoil people. This fire. isn't like mothers of America going no. we are concerned. This and is literally th- this, this,
1: is, this is a man who has been described as a freaking neo-Nazi. He is
0: <laughs> He is at the very least a rape apologist, yeah. and if he is to be believed mm. by his own admission, a rapist. Yeah. So
1: this rapist comes forward and puts other stuff out there. And Disney react within less than 24 hours and fire James Gunn. And, it, and it's important to note it's not Marvel. Marvel have not fired him, Disney have fired yeah, him yeah. from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3. It's now unclear whether or not his script will be used. The script was sed- finished as that, of two weeks the ago. The wording they
0: used, I believe, was they severed their business connections. Right, with but, James that, Gunn. but that
1: depends on whether the script and director's uh, arrangement is different. It could be that they bought the script and that exists now. And yeah. what they would do is they would get another writer to go through it, do different things with it, and then it would be a shared writing credit with one writer above the other.
0: And they'd have to say, Story by James Gunn. Um, get me a Bermond to do it so then she can steal work back off him. Oh <laughs> um, yeah, don't, yeah, don't think I've forgotten that. I'm not forgiving him for that. <laughs> yeah, he's oh, yeah. not getting off for that. Uh, but, but he didn't deserve to be fired
1: for this. Directorial and going forwards, he was going to be in charge of planning with Marvel and Kevin Feige yeah. the future cosmic projects for the Marvel stuff. Yeah. Um, so that's gone.
0: Uh, it's unclear as to what degree the cast and crew of Guardians 3 are going to stand by him as well. However, have,
1: they've all dropped. Well, one one has been very open. Dave Batista has been very
0: vocal mm. about his support for James Gunn mm. uh, and his desire for him to be rehired. Sean Gunn also has come out strongly in support yeah. of his brother and said, um, "My brother made some
1: fucking horrible yeah, jokes. My brother's an idiot. He's a, but, dick, he's a dick for making those. But look at his look at his story. Look at his growth. Look at the fact that he back then went, yeah." This is not me anymore. Yeah. Don't worry. I'm sorry if I've upset anyone. This is not me anymore. And then has proved it since. You cannot... Um, and yeah. also Karen Gillan, Zoe Saldana, Pom Clemente and Chris Pratt have, as of this recording, all tweeted or Instagrammed something Imp- that implying, is very clearly yeah. pointing toward the issue and is implying that they stand by James. Yeah. Because they're saying... we. Oh, they've all essentially said a variation on we love all our Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy family. And it's and and even Karen and Dave Batista have said we have more to say yeah so uh it's not going away yet it's going to be interesting to see where this goes but like you say it, it's
0: weaponizing morality and it's a dangerous precedent because yeah. it is people using rules that they don't play by yeah to the same people who complain
1: that Roseanne the was the show was canceled yeah. and she was fired saying, like, she made a joke, she made a very racist statement a fr- about uh, several, but in this instance, a racist statement about someone who can see it and react to it and will be hurt by it. And also... And, uh, who, who handled it with freaking grace and dignity, yeah. but, like, she made that statement whilst also making a family show for a network yeah. that's for family entertainment. A network that is, yes, ABC is primarily a bit more on the left side of things. However, they went, we will do a family sitcom, we will revive a favourite and it will be Partially at the minute, like in terms of its story, about a pro Trump family or at least a pro Trump protagonist. Yeah. And we're going to discuss
0: that in the show. Because Because, when they got into it, knowing. Yeah. That Roseanne Barr was very vocally right wing and a mm. Trump supporter, yeah. and also known for being at the very least racially mm. insensitive, if not out and out racist. Yeah, and this was a pattern of behaviour that has not shown any sign of improvement. If anything, it's gotten more and more yeah. vocal as she's got as she's gotten older. So when her show was
1: cancelled, it wasn't this left leaning channel um, trying to silence a right leaning voice. No, it was them reacting to the fact she'd been a massive racist. Now Disney's statement about James Gunn is his thing expresses. Uh, beliefs, points of view, and topics that we at the Walt Disney Company uh, you know, refuse to be associated with. So they're obviously, they don't say it outright, but they're obviously speaking of the pedophilic yeah, yeah. Um, jokes and, and, and um, uh, stabs and material. They're saying, we don't want to be associated with that. If you genuinely believe that, and you weren't open to personal growth, Why did you hire him
0: in the first place? There is no fucking way. There is no way on God's green earth, in this giant universe we live in, that fucking Disney, squeaky clean motherfucking Walt Disney was a saint Disney, did not look at James Gunn's fucking online footprint before they hired him for Guardians of the Galaxy. There is no way they didn't
1: already know about this. I mean, Christ, when he he was announced he was hired, the main reaction was, horror director James Gunn yeah. hired to make Marvel movies he was movies. best known for fucking Slither yeah and like he was and fresh he was fresh off of freaking Super yeah. and everything at the time that's and just fucking like, Tromeo
0: and Juliet they did
1: not hire him because he wrote the screenplay for Scooby-Doo the movie that's no. not why they hired no. him they hired him because Kevin Feige and that team went he's got a unique voice let's have a chat with him yes this is gonna yeah. work come on
0: board come and do our family movie that dude who makes that movie where Ellen Page rapes Rain Wilson
1: yeah that's a thing or
0: fucking it's a get- again it's a brilliant movie.
1: It is not a comfortable movie. Fuck no. Um, but it's not meant to be. Uh, but no! Guardians shows a level of personal growth and a level of deftness and tact and, and, and definitely skill over telling these family-oriented stories that are about people and their emotions and personal growth. And yet this company are saying, well, no, we can't, we can't acknowledge this personal growth. We can't acknowledge that because he made jokes that don't jive with our thing. Cool, fair enough. I completely agree The Walt Disney Company did not want to associate with somebody who's made massively loud, pedophilic jokes. Company that's made,
0: named after Walt Disney, he was no saint.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, different levels, different things, but absolutely. I mean, for Christ's sake, Disney are like, look, Song of the South, we want to. We want to refuse to acknowledge that it exists. Instead of doing what Warner Brothers have done and putting out, and some Disney releases prior, and putting out early material that has racially insensitive stuff yeah. that was a product of the time, and contextualizing it by saying, "Look, this yeah, is you how put it content was."
0: Content
1: warning on that shit. Yeah, uh, I think it's Disney cartoons and Warner Brothers. And some collections yeah. where Whoopi Goldberg has done an intro because she's a big, big like. Um, a historian's the wrong word but like she she she's she's somebody who has it's like an preservation yeah and yeah. It, she has an encyclopedic knowledge of how black culture and african-american culture in particular was um shown and, and archived throughout american yeah. media uh i mean if you if you watch the documentary we recommended last year if you watch uh, the problem with apu like briefly yeah. she's talked to in that because again it's a different culture different um, ethnicity different background but it's the same sort of context um, if, if you know, you can present those things like that. Song of the South is a Disney movie. Yeah, a lot of talented people made it. It will probably never be home released mm. ever because it does unfortunately depict um, sort of late slavery era America and post slavery era America in a light that is. It's a straight up fucking racist it. movie. It's a racist movie. Well, it again, it's not made with that intent, but but it was made in yes. a racist era. Yeah. However, if you contextualized it yeah. and obviously didn't go, "Hey kids, watch Song of the South." Yeah. You went. High people are fascinated by Disney yeah. and, and their film canon. Here it is. Fair enough. But Disney prefer, to avoid even acknowledging or talking about it, they choose to bury it like it's some kind of horrible... Because they're fucking spineless. Yeah. Yet, the biggest ride in Disneyland Paris, the Magic Kingdom, the original Anaheim Disney World, uh, Disneyland is Splash Mountain, which is based off of Song of the South. Yeah. It's Br'er Rabbits all over that shit. Like, it's... So it's so weird that they could be like, oh no, we cover that up, we cover that up. Think, um, saving Mr. Banks, uh, people were worried that they completely ignore some of Walt, Walt's sort of uh, real life stuff that yeah. they don't want to talk about. And to their credit, they touch on him being a massive smoker. They're, when we first meet him, yeah. the door is open to his office early and he's very quickly putting out a cigarette and he's sort of hiding the ashtray and the thing. And you move on, it's like, okay, fair enough. But at the same time, they still, put, they still do that whole thing of, oh no, 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 he was fine, he was lovely, he was lovely, he was great. Mm. Yeah, he was innovative. He made a lot of people very happy. But that's not the whole story. Yeah, James Gunn has been innovative. Has made a lot of people very happy. That is not the whole story. No. But would you rather go, put this evil demon man away. We don't want to see him ever again. Or would you rather go, yes, but look at the person he's
0: become. It's sending out a very clear message of... It doesn't matter how you improve yourself. If Ooh. you've ever made a mistake, that mistake is going to damn you for the rest of your life. And again, it depends on context. Fucking hell, so, yeah, yeah. And the saying, thing in question, like, and all rapists? Shit, no. Yeah. rapists deserve to be punished. But don't. It's uh, a similar thing with Trevor Noah recently, where where
1: he's yeah he made a joke when France won the world won the World Cup. Yeah, he said, "I want to congratulate Africa on their World Cup victory because, of course, a large majority yeah. of the French team uh, but also, are either." from Africa, or their families were Africans uh, who were uh, colonialized by the French, um, like, years before. So, you know, it was a joke about that, and a French ambassador in America, like, wrote to him and said, like, this is disgraceful, how dare you, like, take away the Frenchness of them, how dare you say they're not French. And he was making that point, wasn't he, of saying, why can't they be both?
0: But also, with uh, Trevor Noah's having a thing where he's going down Oh god, he's been through two things at the minute? Oh yeah, no, he's he's going to do an Australian New Zealand tour, and he made a fucking ridiculous joke about um, Aboriginal women on oh, one of his tours 2013. Uh, prior, okay, yeah. yeah. So uh, even pre the, the show. And the clip, him, yeah. the clip was on YouTube and it's just like, it's just a, it's it's very in poor taste and yeah. very misjudged. Yeah. Um, but this is
1: also like 2013, this is like late 20s yeah. Trevor Noah, who yeah. is who's still developing his style and developing as a person in that sense. But what th-
0: he did, instead of apologising for it and acknowledging oh. it, he just took it off YouTube. He should have acknowledged it. Yeah. Even if he took he, it even if he took it yeah. down, he should have acknowledged it. Yeah, which is the main problem. Mm-hmm. Um not saying he can't have past that, but you need to confront these things and and and, and head on, which which James Gunn yeah. absolutely has done. Mm-hmm. But we're still holding to it him to account for it. And again, I'm not excusing what he did. Like yeah, fucking terrible things to say. Stupid, wrong headed like, why would you The kind of thing where If you were to show that to me as something you were going to tweet out, I'm like, dude, do not tweet that. Yeah, that is going to fucking crash and burn you. Yeah. If you'd have tweeted it out last week, fucking yeah, fire that motherfucker. Hmm. Because look at where he is now. But this is all about people bettering themselves, and people can't better themselves if we don't let them, and that's the precedent that this is setting. Yeah. Um. And it's again, James is going to be fine. Guardian Galaxy Three's probably going to get made hmm. almost definitely going to get made maybe with james gunn maybe without maybe, maybe with maybe the same with, cast maybe, maybe, with, maybe a with a different cast the, who yeah. fucking knows and we'll see to what um, level the cast revolt is going and there's already been a uh a campaign backed by Dave with a petition with 200,000 signatures to yeah re- which i believe james selma
1: gunn. blair either started selma blair was, out there, yeah, yeah. Has, has
0: been quite vocal about this as
1: well um although she has since deleted her tweets about it yeah um, but that could be a management
0: decision or something there's, like those there's representatives been a lot of... have gone.
1: No, I'm taking that down, you're not putting that out there. So I, I we'll just see. think
0: it's really short sighted, isn't it, to do something last and it's absolutely sending Especially because message. of how quick it was. Like within yeah. twenty four hours.
1: If 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 it had been a week and then they'd come in and said, We've been talking about this over the week and we feel this is the best course of action, yeah, then at least we I at least I would have a little but bit more so I would have a little bit more respect from them in the sense of, okay, you've worried everything up and this is what you feel is the best course. Yeah. Um that's fine, but I still disagree with it due to the reason why it was brought up in the first place. However, yeah, the fact that it was so quick, it's like, wow.
0: And yet they're still gonna be Same thing happened with
1: it. Roseanne, but when you look at Roseanne, she has since still been going like, What?
0: Yeah. What? It's just it's freedom she's of speech. And it's like, yeah, any... but your
1: freedom of speech was a racist remark and you're showing, you're showing any your remorse. To improve, for yeah. it. And you look like, yeah. Whereas, she's been doing it for like twenty odd years. If anything, she's getting worse. Yeah. Whereas Gunn did some stuff in two thousand and eight, went quieter over the years, apologised for it in two thousand and twelve. And here we are six years later, and people yeah. are still saying, oh, that thing you did ten years ago, you, you're a horrible person. Yeah. It's like, no, no. Was a fucking misjudged person quite back po- then. Quite possibly
0: was a, a horrible yeah, person. could have been. Or, well, a, or a good person with a terrible sense of humour and, no ju- and poor judgement. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but he seems to be a, a good dude now. Yeah, and it's just... Nah, I don't know. I it's don't know. fucking ridiculous. But
1: it, it's sad because the last things he was tweeting out about before that was he was in a project that I think he was producing... That was having a panel on uh, Friday at Comic Con. Yeah. As far as I'm aware, that panel did not happen. He, of course, didn't attend, regardless of whether it happened or not. Uh, and it just sort of added to the weird level. Well, put it this way: Marvel um, Studios, not Marvel, but Marvel Studios, didn't have a presence at San Diego Comic Con this year, yeah. anyway. And I think they're more thankful than ever about that. Really, oh, yeah. considering because people the were giving shit to Disney
0: because, like, within. T- Couple of hours of this news breaking and the announcement going out. Fucking Disney were advertising their Guardians of the Galaxy stuff at Disney, Flo- Disney Florida, mm. and like the, dan- the like the dance off event and like and like uh, Oh, and oh the look of how of cool Gamora is in this in this tweet, and people are like, "Really? You yeah. really want to do Guardians of the Galaxy stuff now?" Yeah. Oh god, it's just bullshit. It's
1: Like Guardians hasn't been tated, but to to be like see it's business as usual guys it'll be fine your favorites are still here is missing
0: the point of why people love those movies and what's Um, important about them as a as yeah as on a on a on a metatextual level yeah on, on a thematic level why those films resonate with people beyond just being fun colorful space movies with a talking raccoon yeah um but hey they're still gonna try and hit up johnny depp for another pirates movie well, despite we'll, the fact that he allegedly beat his wife,
1: we'll get back to him in a bit. Because, gun or no gun, Marvel Studios or, or no Disney, no, no, barely any
0: Disney, really. A train, at this a
1: train rolled into town and continued on a rolling. Um, because it was San Comic the train last kept a
0: rolling all night long. The train kept a rolling all night long.
1: Train kept rolling, wearing a thong. Um, Try and picture that. A train in a thong. That's. Now that... it's got Thomas the Tank Engine's face. Now you're confused. But Thomas first... the
0: Flesh Engine.
1: Oh! 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 Yeah, actually, you know, because their faces are different from. The whole rest of the train in Thomas looks like a train. And then they have this grey, fleshy face at the front. Yeah. Are they some kind of elongated
0: creature inside that's all grey and fleshy? So, Jim will paint it on Twitter did a, um, a, a flesh Thomas the Tank engine Oh it, uh, as a commission. It was ve- it's very... Mm, I'll show you later. I, um, I'm still amazed that they've kept that name um, well, <laughs> as an account. Well, but... I think his name is Jim, so what are you going to do? Mm. Also, it adds an extra edge of dark humour.
1: Yeah, um, and the paintings but, usually are quite dark.
0: But, um, uh, it just means he'll never get hired by Disney, or he will get hired by Disney and fired um, six years later for it. Yeah. Uh, Hey-o. Doctor Who. Hey, we... Doctor Who. Doctor, Doctor Who. Hey. hey, Doctor Who. Um, oh, we mate. finally got our first trailer. We did and a bunch and of images, we, and we, we got we got our
1: our first proper series trailer for Doctor yeah. Who series eleven, and we still have no
0: idea. Nope. about anything. It's all new. It's all new, Chris. New stuff. New, 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 new. new. Well, so the Doctor Who panel new took
1: place on Thursday, I think it was. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was Thursday. Uh, and what we've learned from the Doctor Who panel, from the Doctor Who tra- What you've learned, I haven't the
0: panel.
1: Uh, I've not seen the full panel, but I've, I've read some transcript. Uh, what we've learned so far is This. Visually, it has a different colour palette and, my God, the contrast has been turned oh, up and the saturation wow. has been turned up and it is vibrant. It looks gorgeous. They are on alien landscapes. Like yes. We are seeing different planets very clearly in this trailer. And it could be that they've just... Because they've done this before. It could be that they've just compiled together the three shots that they've yeah. got of these alien landscapes and put in them the in the trailer. In the
0: entire series. But <laughs> either way,
1: like the, the shot of them walking through the, the crash rubble of that stuff on the, what looks like a giant sand dute, that looks like... It's like, fuck, this looks like a shot from like The Force Awakens. It's like we're on a big planet. We're on a big
0: desert area. It's a planetary okay. dead sequel.
1: Oh, God. <laughs> they find they find the Trivators of the College <laughs> walking around like, shit, there you are! The Rays are still trying to eat us! Yeah. Oh, shit, let's go. Um, uh, and then Big Finish make A box. about it. Um,
0: All uh, starring a e. McNeese. As yes, Winston as Winston Churchill.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and Derek Jacobi as... The War Master, the War Master, which is a clone of the War Master. The War is a clone of the War Master. Yeah. He went horribly wrong in uh, um, Dark Eyes, Volume Seven, and also and, uh, fe-
0: and also featuring David Bradley as the First Doctor. Yes. David Bradley um, as William Hartnell as yeah, the first doctor. We were
1: rewatching the Ch- well rewatch for me first time for Lou, We were watching the Chase this weekend, and I've realised we need to stop harping on David Bradley just a little bit because the first doctor is like the bike of doctors. Yeah, everyone's had a ride. Yeah, because the Chase is that duplicate who's played by an actor who yeah. looks nothing like... And they put makeup on him to make him look a little more Hartnell-y. He looks... And then there's a select amount of close-ups where they actually use Hartnell, and it's really jarring. He is
0: almost, but not quite entirely, <laughs> unlike William Hartnell.
1: Yeah. <laughs> What's the darling say? Yeah. It completely indistinguishable. It's just like, He uh... <laughs> is
0: as unlike William Hartnell as it is possible to be without actually being... Not William Hart. Oh, What Terry Nation um, couldn't write for shit. T- no, he couldn't. Um, <laughs> oh God. I'm going to take my Daleks and I'm going to take them to the States and I'm going to make a series of my... No, Terry.
1: No, Terry. No, Terry. So, Alien Landscapes. Um, It's a bit, again, it's vague. We don't really get to hear much, but we basically hear the Doctor just say, like, will you be my friends? And it's like, okay, the that's new, Will you be my time. new best friends? Will you be my new best friends? It's really sweet. Lots of shots of a TARDIS trio, but a couple of shots that suggest that perhaps there's a couple of adventures where it's the Doctor and one companion or two companions. Maybe. Uh, which is, you know, Listen, so Graham's different. still waiting for his chips. Yes, he is. <laughs> uh, Bradley Walsh couldn't make it to the panel, but there was a little video released of him pretending to be Jodie on set. Oh, Bril. It was just really, he's like, while they're away, he nicked a coat and he just went into a... He goes into a trailer and then pugs him back out the door and sings a really crap cover of the theme tune. Bril. it's just like, well... I... I can't wait for the world to see Bradley Walsh. I <laughs> Like that alone
0: <laughs> is such a weird thought to me. That Who the is world
1: is gonna get to know Bradley this Walsh. Strange
0: impish man. <laughs> Apparently. And will there be a reference to either version of the chase in Appar- the show somewhere apparently tapings of the chase are really really fun to attend because Bradley Walsh is just a lot of fun oh they
1: leave so much of it in as well yeah. like the few episodes I've watched there have been bits where they just hit around just for five out. minutes and then they just go right okay yeah, let's carry on, with on. This. Um, um, apparently he's planning to continue doing that whilst doing Doctor Who he's a very busy boy which must but mean because well, they record like three or four of yeah, yeah, day, he bank, yeah he
0: banks but, like I think they do like a week's worth in a day
1: but it is also so, on like 40 weeks of the year so yes. it's quite a lot
0: it's on all the time
1: yeah but you know Good on him. I just I think that's amazing because obviously, uh, like if any of our listeners, uh, uh, you know, our stateside listeners, if you are like, who is Bradley Walsh? Um, if you have watched the Sarah Adventures, because I know it has gone out over there in some format, yeah, he was Bob. The, he was uh, Bob the Clown. He was he's from the Series Two, pastor oh. uh, and he's terrifying in that. He plays uh, yeah, Mister Spellman's the ringmaster who is also Bob the Clown, who is also the Pied Piper of Hamlin, basically, and he's Good. freaky in it, and it's cool. It's cool. So when they announced the casting, I was like, oh, it's another one of those. Doctor Who traditions of actor plays a different role in the same thing,
0: sort of. But Bradley Walsh, fourteenth Doctor, you heard here
1: first. Oh, who who frowned me this face? (laughs) Who frowned me this face? Um, oh, God. Uh, but yeah, so that they didn't get to go, but the other actors were in attendance and they're absolutely adorable and lovely. And the exit producer and Chris Chibnall, uh, who's exit producer and showrunner and lead criminal. writer. It seems like Chris may have written, I think it's 10 episodes, isn't it, this series? I think it is, yeah. And I believe he's written six of them, was what was suggested. Oh, am right. um, The guest writers are, interestingly, a. A mix of people both in terms of gender and background and ethnicity and writing background as is the list of directors so there's obviously been a very conscious effort to be more open and progressive but at the same time there's no sort of oh we we There's no air of, oh, no, No. anyone who was, like, you know, white and British would just sod off. Or anyone who's, like, middle-aged and and, and, and a man who's worked in it before would sod off. Just Uh, mix that shit up. They've just mixed shit up, which is good, because different perspective is what you need for a show that is based around it changing and feeling different.
0: Yeah, if you can be in a different place every week, then variety is good. Yeah. Jodie hijacked the
1: uh, Her Universe uh, fashion show. Yeah. Which is quite cool, uh, which is a big, like, uh, it's part sponsored by, uh, oh, Christ, what's it called? The... Hot topic. That's it. It's part sponsored by Hot Topic, but it's a big charity like thing, yeah. like it's about female empowerment and and people. It's like a big fashion show, and it's sort of a mix of cosplay and fashion. And halfway through the event, for some reason, this woman just came down in a big grey coat with a hood over her face, strutted the catwalk like crazy. And if you've have you seen any footage of that? Because I've seen, I've seen halfway pictures, down the yeah. runway, some people obviously toward the front clock who it is and the chair just starts to ripple backwards. Yeah. Then she pulls the hood back and it's just standing there. She had a Sonic right in as well, it.
0: didn't she? Yeah, she got
1: the yeah. Sonic as well. They did some like really OTT sort of
0: model poses Which and you then, can like, now... did an interview for five minutes. Which and, you can yeah. now pre order the toy for. You can.
1: It's already available because of course merchandise.
0: Yeah. Um I'm so ja jazz- I'm so excited for this series.
1: I you know, this is the first time I've really been jazzed for it in a while. I've just it just looks
0: like it's being attacked and it's
1: because we know sod all yeah. oh, although one tidbit we have been told by Chibnall during SDCC shivers: no Daleks yeah they are not making an appearance this series which puts some weird murky confusion into the waters of the nation estate Because the nation estate's
0: gonna take its ball and go home and everyone's gonna go Oh well.
1: Or another deal's been reached. If indeed this thing exists, it probably does. It probably, or another it deals. Or another does. deal's been reached where it's like, they'll be in the opener of the next series and we'll make a big fuss. Yeah. Or there's going to be more. Which is what, or, I mean, or there's like, going to be some Dalek merch this you year. You need to give them of a the rest. Series merch.
0: But you do. But you need to give them a rest and then bring them back with a fanfare. Yeah. Like, like can, or do what they did for the first it.
1: five years. Uh, six years, arguably. Six years of the revival, which is Find something new and interesting to yeah. do with them each time. The main is that when they popped up, it wasn't yeah. "oh here they go again." It's "oh shit, what are they gonna do this time?" Because Dalek was amazing, yeah. and then that wonderful like surprise of them being the finale of series one was great. Yeah, no word from them, no word of them at all, nothing, nothing, nothing. Holy shit, army of ghosts cliffhanger! Yeah, um, that was brilliant. Daleks of Manhattan, not the best two parter in the world, but it's- again something different yeah. and people still remember the look of that story it's, it's and not stuff. very good but it's different yeah uh, and then Stolen Earth Journey's End Davros sort of revives yeah. it there's New Supreme the idea of Dalek Khan it felt different and like it had evolved and changed yeah. and then Victory of the Daleks again like a bit of a cop out toward the end because the show then didn't do anything with uh... the premise set up but Interesting. Like, oh shit, yeah. World War II dogs. Well, that's
0: that's like the kind of the end of the Dalek arc. After that, they didn't really know what to They're do. They're just either. around. Yeah. But there's yeah, a definite... The cameo in Series 6. There's a definite progression to the Daleks up until that point. Across Russell's era, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. just gets thrown out of the window. So
1: them going away, good. Yes. Now, of course, we want to see the new Doctor up against the Daleks but make us wait for it. Yeah. Make us wait for it. Make it bloody bloody... Make me wait! Make me salivate! I, I'm not saying this is guaranteed success, but, you know, wouldn't be a bad move. What's that? Maybe have a chat with Rob Shearman about a new story. Mm.
0: The dude wrote you
1: one Dalek episode What, nearly 15 mm. years ago by the time mm. they'll come back. Maybe
0: let him have another go. We'll see. We'll see if they don't pop up. Um, speaking of HUDs... hey, Nicely done. Um... <laughs> They're making another Robin Hood movie because oh. everyone's oh. clamoring for oh. another Robin Hood movie. Yeah. And this is the one with Taron Edgerton and Jamie Foxx where it's medieval but everything looks a bit streety almost. It's sort of like modern medieval. Like someone has like a foldable crossbow which is ridiculous oh, and everyone's got a bit of street patter. And it's shiny and slick, and I it's just because in t- don't. It's because care. in 2009,
1: Guy Ritchie made a pretty decent Sherlock Holmes movie that was a little bit um, slick and and a little bit more modern, but still in the original setting. So ever and, since, yeah, more people have been trying to do that. It was including a really, Guy Ritchie. It was
0: a really successful formula when he applied it to the King Arthur myth, though. So wait, it wasn't. And we've now I've learned from from <laughs> from today that the this movie. Shares two producers with King Arthur Legend of the Sword. Yeah. So that probably explains a lot.
1: It's just.
0: Oh I mean, it looks, it looks brighter and. It looks cheaper than that movie. Because it looks like yeah. it was shot. It looks like a TV shot in studio drama in parts of this trailer. Like, it looks like a prestige BBC One series. It's
1: just like. Why? <laughs> right. I mean, I like Tyron Edgerton. I want to see him in more leading roles. But at the same time, like. I mean, for Christ's sake, we had a Robin Hood movie like four years ago with. Um,
0: Russell Crowe. It was longer than four years ago, mate. About six years ago, seven years ago? It was a while back. Longer I, than that. that way. Way.
1: But, but again, it was like... I think it it's coming up on a decade ago. It didn't make a wave and no one gave a shit, so it's like Let me see, why?
0: it's and I'm going to see where it yeah. was.
1: But also um, like Robin Hood, there's, a, there's an uh, an Indian TV series at the minute that is basically like Robin Hood told in the modern context. It's sort of like um, Robin Hood meets Arrow. The Russell Crowe Robin Hood was 2010. Oh Christ, so it was a while back then. Yeah. Jesus. So but you know what I mean? It's like, oh, maybe it's time for a new Robin Hood no, no 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 No. You can you can do that old school swashbuckle thing and it'd be appealing. I mean, look at Pirates in two thousand three when that came about.
0: Yeah. Everyone was like, Really? And then everyone saw it and went Oh, this is pretty great. Actually. And then it came out that Johnny Depp was allegedly beating his wife, and no one cares anymore. Not yet. It didn't do it yet.
1: <laughs> it did it later. But do you know, what oh, I mean? no, like, The series got the, bad. The idea... and Then Johnny yeah. really Depp became an asshole. No, oh, but okay, you know right, what I mean. Okay, like, okay, cool. no, no, no. You know what I mean. The, like the idea that uh, that was the last time I can think of where a genre came back and everyone went, really? And it was done so well that people went, okay, we're listening. Yeah. There is a way to do that with Robin Hood. If you go back and you look at your Errol Flynn era stuff and, like, the swashbuckle and the fun of it all. Yeah. There's totally a way to do that, but what you need to do is go... Foldable crossbows and give...
0: give It's Robin Hood, mate! And all that shit. Give it a rest, make us wait, make us salivate, (laughs) and then bring it back with the Daleks. No... no, you no, don't know
1: how that works. no. Billy, in the words of Joel, <laughs> bring Hobson. it back with the <laughs> Daleks. No, Billy. Um, um, I'm just, I just, I couldn't give a shit. I just don't really. care. Yeah, it's I so really, weird. really don't care. It's, it's so weird. Well, it's was... hardly
0: the only movie in this list of movies we're talking about that I don't care about, but I really don't care about yeah, it. Yeah.
1: I was, I said, I said to you before the show. Like, I remember on a radio show that I used to work on, we in 2008, maybe even earlier. Actually, we covered a Robin Hood movie development at the time with Russell Crowe. And the idea was he was going to be playing a dual role of, like, someone on the good guy side. And I still don't agree well, that this no, is no. the same thing. Oh, no, no. Well, no. I. It's not the same script, and it's not the same idea, but it sounds like there's a producer who has the rights who's got a hard-on for the... Because in this new it's movie... It's not the same no, script, no. and it's not the same idea, no, 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 but it's no, really no, similar. No, no, no. I, I, okay, I like it. <laughs> right, let me explain it for the purpose of the people listening going, what the fuck is going on? Because I don't get it either, but I, I have an inkling. So basically... Like, over a decade ago, they said there was a Robin Hood movie made with Russell Crowe where he was going to be playing um, Robin Hood, but also the Sheriff of Nottingham, but not as separate characters. It's the same character. So the idea was the Sheriff of Nottingham was secretly Robin Hood. Um, and then the Robin Hood movie came out and that wasn't the plot. It was more straightforward. In this one, Taron Egerton's playing Robin Hood, who is and always has been Robin, Sir so Robin of Loxley. Well, Robin of Locksley becomes Sir of Locksley. Yes, you're correct. And who then, you know, secretly is also robbing the rich and giving to the poor as Robin Hood. Um, but in all the all the other iterations of it he's robin of loxley he comes home his estate is gone all of his stuff is gone it's all been pillaged because because king uh, prince john in place of king richard has been taking all the riches from here there and there, everywhere and pilfering and la 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 yes yes and,
0: robin giving, hood. It, and
1: giving it out to his bitches and this that, and the other robin hood yes yeah, so, uh, so he comes back and he assumes the robin hood identity and and commits robberies and eventually they're like wait you're robin of loxley oh fuck right we know who it is now get him and all this stuff um in this one he comes back from the crusades and Goes back to his manor and is all like, oh, King John, yes, we're besties. I'm oh, I, oh, have you heard that the people are trying to uprise against you? Fuck those people. And then he's also secretly Robin Hood. They've gone for the superhero thing. So the point I was making was it sounds like someone had an idea of Robin Hood is a secret identity while he's also hiding in plain sight. And this movie is still doing that idea for a film that never happened, but was going to. It sounds to me no. This is this is so far removed from Robin Hood is
0: also Robin Loxley to Robin Hood is also the Sheriff of Nottingham. I think there's a gulf
1: between those. I think you literally about the characters. I mean, the the
0: idea of him being in on
1: King on Prince John's side, whilst also secretly being the enemy. Um. Um. But the reason why I think this is because it makes me think of the whole John Peters Superman Lives thing. The idea that he was saying to Kevin Smith, yeah. I want this, this, and this, and one of the things was a giant spider. A gi- he just fights a giant spider. And obviously that movie never happened. And it it was in Kevin Smith's draft and then it wasn't and then it was in the Tim Burton draft. And yeah. Tim Burton went, No, get rid of this and got rid of it. But John Peters was still the producer. And then five, six years later, John Peters produces Wild Wild West and there's a giant spider in it for no reason. It's it feels like an idea someone's yeah. had and they've gone, Yeah, but what if, right, Robin is like an ally of king john but he's secretly robin hood. Do you know do you know what I mean? It feels like someone's really got a hard on for that idea. You Rob, you've Rob, got a hard on for this idea. Oh my god, I've just figured it out. I've just figured it out. What? I've just figured it out. It's Robin Hood as fucking um the Scarlet Pimpernel. Yes. That that's someone has got loves that and wants that to be a thing. And now they've got it. And I mean, there it whoever is. Whoever it was who brought it to this movie wasn't
0: a producer on the other Robin Hood movie though. Oh no, oh, no,
1: they may not yeah, they may not be a producer on that movie. But there could be someone at that studio or someone Possibly, who's involved in the yeah.
0: rights distribution. Yeah.
1: Like it just it. There are Robin Hood. It's no, totally the main. No, no, no thing. but I mean, like if someone had got the, oh, we're making a Robin Hood movie, and this is our yeah. ideas, and like it just it feels it feels like a shit idea
0: that didn't, I didn't die. You've taken it to heart in a way that no one else has. Hashtag Robin Hood conspiracy. It's, this is ridiculous. Hashtag um, Robin of
1: Loxley. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag only, just... only Crow Stop. knows. It's not the same thing. Hashtag only Crow knows. Clues are in his jockstrap.
0: 2014. No, 2018. We got a oh. pretty good Godzilla movie. Yeah.
1: yeah. That
0: I liked a lot, you like less.
1: Yeah, I think, it's, I think it's fine. There's
0: not a lot of Godzilla in it. That's my problem. There's a lot of Aaron Taylor Johnson looking at things going... <laughs> but when Godzilla is in it, fuck a duck. Fuck. Oh. Ah, oh, look at that giant bastard
1: barfing liquid lightning death down the throat but, of those who oppose him.
0: But if so, if you liked Godzilla in that, well, guess what? You're gonna hate a whole lot more of him and all of his friends. <laughs> Godzilla: King of Monsters, uh, trailer dropped, starring <laughs> and all of his barnyard pals. I know, right? <laughs> uh, Furafamigia, <Vera laughs> Famigia, Famiga, uh, sm- Vera, whatever. I can't, I can't say her name. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Vera Famiga, I think it is. Um, Billy Bobby Brown, um, Mm, some some dude. Uh, some dude, some, 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 some (laughs) C. Um, Uh, (laughs) Sally Hawkins and, um, what's his bloody name now? Ken Watanabe, uh, and lots and lots of monsters. We got Godzilla, we got Mothra, we got Rodan, we got fucking King Ghidorah, boy! Uh, they've been named the Titans, I guess, and it seems like they're, we, the, Vera Famiga wants to wake them all up because of reasons. Because apparently the Earth needs them. The Earth needs them! I don't know why! Um, but yeah, the, the Earth needs them. Uh, what, what is, who's the dude? Uh, Kyle Chandler. It, lo- it looks like Kyle Chandler and, yeah, Kyle Chandler, Vera Famiga and Millie Bobby Brown they're a family unit. Unit. <laughs> he it. Also hewn Charles Dance is in it to say one line. One ominous line. So, long live the king.
1: So who knows? We're we saying what we like in the scene. <laughs> yeah He's going to stroll in, walk up to them and go long live the king and then walk out and they're going to go who's that? Oh well, that's, that's Charles Dance. That's the only what? reason the he actor. he's hired. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the actor Charles Dance. Why was he here just then? Someone had to say it. Derek Sibley the actor. <laughs> 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 Gave the Top best King Lear this cat's ever seen.
0: Top of his class, Arda. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, And then one day, it's good night, sweet cat
1: Um. um <laughs> fucking hell. Again, it's I, I'd class this as a teaser trailer because it it shows. A lot without showing a damn thing. It's
0: certainly teasing me. Oh, why? I, I see, say
1: what? We see a lot of silhouettes and shadows. A lot of glowy moth. And, and bits Big of fucking bits of glowy monsters. moth
0: wings. Bits of Big monsters. King Ghidorah
1: shadow. And then we get a glory oh. shot with your boy at the end. We get Godzilla in, in almost full glory before the title smashes in.
0: Godzilla. King of
1: monsters.
0: I which heard. is also a lead up to Godzilla versus King Kong. That's what we're getting after this. Which will you know what that feels anticlimactic really after See, this you say that but you might be right <laughs> <laughs> not like well no because the, this the king kong <laughs> is fro is the king kong from kongskull island mm. who was already the biggest king kong <laughs> and he was it, it's it's explicitly stated in that movie that he's still growing yeah, He's only a Baby's yeah Oh yeah,
1: but I just, I just mean in this we've got, yeah. you know, fire-breathing three-headed dragons and giant moths and, and sea monsters and all that. And then in the next one it's, oh, the lizard and the gorilla are going to fight. It's just like...
0: Yeah, I saw Rampage okay. already.
1: <laughs> See, what I think is interesting is that in, in the next one, apparently, Godzilla yeah. will be Godzilla, but secretly he'll also be King Kong. Oh, okay. Okay and he's, uh, he's king kong wearing a godzilla suit yeah yeah and, and that, that's the thing they say uh, it was birthed in 2009 uh so and someone Ro- came up with the idea of russell crowe playing godzilla but <laughs> also playing king kong <laughs> the rock is king gindler uh,
0: <laughs> uh. <laughs>
1: see that's a movie i'd watch i'd watch the shit out
0: godzilla of godzilla versus the Why rock yeah you? You know I mean? it's just the
1: rock fighting godzilla i'd
0: watch um that. what more can i say about godzilla king of monsters lots of monsters gonna fuck shit up what-
1: yeah, all right, I'm I'd, down. I'd say, I'd say, um, what's it? All hail the king! But I, I, feel like we'd have to pay Charles Dance yeah. a lot of money to do it justice.
0: Um, instead, let's say, eh, uh, eh. what, what? This should be. We should do start a new scoring system on trailers of how many uh, ominous sounding Charles dance lines has this one got <laughs> in it? <laughs> oh God, depends on the budget of the movie. The game fun. is on. Uh, oh God! Yeah, a... that was a thing. <laughs> Fuck. As long as he doesn't have the last
1: line, and the series will continue. Yes, it's fine. <laughs> um...
0: Shazam! Ah. Oh, you mean the film? DC have fucking done it. Fucking <laughs> I think. Feeling it at this comic con. Their stuff looks really good. Shazam looks really good. I Can we talk about how good Shazam looks I remember. for at least five minutes? It was
1: it, it was July two thousand thirteen that Zack Snyder stood there on the Warner Brothers panel. Zack Snyder, and and debuted that picture of the bat symbol with the Superman logo in it, and everyone Ugh. lost their shit.
0: Ugh.
1: And me being the one person who'd seen Man of Steel like that week with a group of friends who came out of it going, I didn't like that at that- all. That Saw that, bad. and when I don't want more of you, I don't want more of you making things with this Superman. Please, I don't please want that. God,
0: no more of you. I don't
1: want. Ba- and they and they announced it was going to be Batman versus Superman, and I think they announced it by uh, someone. I think it was Zack Snyder. Someone read. Might have been a different actor, but someone read um, a monologue from the Dark Knight Yeah, it, it's from
0: when Batman is is kicking the shit out of. Superman towards the end, mm. and he's like, "I want you to remember this, Clark. I want you to remember, yeah, in all your private moments, in all the years to come." I can't
1: remember we got to do it. I think he got an actor specifically to come out just to read that, and I'm then sure. and then the logo flashed up, um, and then a year later they showed that snippet to the audience in, in the hall at that point of the bat signal and Superman in the thing, which is weird because that's like nearly two
0: years before the movie's released. God. But I remember just not giving a shit. So when Wonder one movies them... takes so long to come out and they start promoting them mm. so far in advance, yeah. they saw the first. We saw the first Justice League footage, footage, what, 18 months before the movie came out?
1: Justice League had some weird, like, release issues anyway. I mean, the merch was coming out from, like, June of last year. Bad. Do you remember? It was, it was already on clearance oh, yeah, by the because, time the film came out. Because
0: we had everyone, the, the masks of everyone's favourite superhero, Cyborg.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> God. Everyone's favourite DC superhero in Justice League are Cyborg. <laughs> Don't he'll cry. Out of his one good eye. Dull character, man. Um, I'm, so, I'm so sorry for you, Was Ray it? Fisher. Ray Fisher. I'm yeah. so sorry, Ray Fisher. You deserve better. He does. He does.
1: But so did we, as fans of these films, because they have, they have, like, made people feel pretty damn upset because they're just these horrible, uncomfortable, gross, grim, dark versions of the characters. Or like Suicide Squad, they're all all style with no substance, and it's just. It, this odd mix of, uh, and then Wonder Woman comes along, and the world unanimously goes, "Okay, that was good. that was good. Yeah, do more like that. We that like was really this. fun. Do more like that. I like this thing." Never get Justice League, and the world goes, "Less like that. Less like that." To the that's point it. where even even the devout are complaining because they're going, "Release the Zack Snyder cut," which means, right? Look for stars that doesn't exist. Yeah, the Zack Snyder cut is the film you got because it was mostly shot by him, and then Whedon finished it. Yeah, that's the Zack Snyder cut, guys. But not only that, that's you acknowledging that you don't like the movie. That's fine. Yeah, You don't okay. have to like the it's movie. It's okay to not like it's it. It's fine. You should want better for these characters in this world. And also, it's not good, so don't true. worry about it. Um, our first DCEU movie since Wonder Woman is Wh- coming out of later DC, this year. Is it's now called. Oh, is that what they're referring yeah, to? Yeah. Uh, that's coming out later this year, and we'll get to that in a moment. But they also showed off next summer's movie. Which looks... yeah. So much fun. It looks... It's it's the adaptation of the eventual DC character, Captain Marvel. Yeah. Now called Shazam. And I thought yeah. it was quite interesting that the two movies with characters of that name are being released a month apart, which yeah. is kind of fun uh, next year. But yeah, Shazam, starring
0: Zachary Levi as one half of the lead character. Um, as, as Shazam, the heroic alter ego of teenage Billy Batson. yeah,
1: Who, again, like... You have to forget that the DCEU exists because they, there's an yeah. implication in the trailer of, like, he idolises, like, the idea of being a superhero. Or at least... Because they exist. At least So, so, does so the reason the, why the, he... is
0: foster brother. Yeah, oh, you're yeah,
1: absolutely. He's, he's totally... But, like, like, the reason why he's all bright and overly muscular and looks really dashing and basically Superman-esque. Yeah. Proper Superman-esque. Because, because Captain because, Marvel
0: was always a Superman rip-off.
1: Yeah, That's, but, but but they've contextualised this in this way of, like, of course, like, if Billy Batson returns turn into a superhero, he'd do it how this... How he as a kid imagines a superhero would be, yeah. But then you have to sort of forget that in this world superheroes are all moody because in muted
0: colors. You have to forget that. Well, that's what they—that's what we've <laughs> seen in the movies. But the people, the kids seem to like it. Yeah. So fuck knows. <laughs> this looks so much fun. It looks so much fun. Brighter color palette. Yay! It's Zachary, definitely a comedy. Zachary Levi in that ridiculous padded suit. Oh my looks god! But but great. But that's the
1: thing as well. Like it doesn't. Look fake or artificial in, in terms of his look in the movie because the sincerity of which they're delivering his oh, look yeah, and style. Absolutely. You're like, okay, I believe he is this cartoonishly buff guy. Yeah. Who, oh god, the videotapes of him testing the powers, the test of what he could do, there's a shot of him flossing. Yeah. And it's just like, this is amazing. Like, oh my god, yeah. this is it's happening. It's very, very good. This is good. happening. There's shots of Zachary Levi dressed as fucking Captain Marvel and he's flossing. Yeah. And it's it good. looks hilarious. It's good. Because, again, doing it properly, he's got the mind of Billy Batson. Like, he just happens yeah. to be a big dude. So they're not doing the split personality thing that some adaptations no, go he's with. A, he's a, he's, a, he's, he's a, straight up Billy Batson. Straight up Billy
0: Batson in a big grown-up super-powered
1: body. <laughs> like, what are your powers? Powers? I haven't even figured out how
0: to pee in this thing. It's like, great. Very That's true. It's so good. Knowing it's poke. Jesus Christ cuz it's poking fun at itself. What? It's poking fun at itself. I just wish that Suicide
1: Squad had had that kind of like a- a- awareness of of itself. Well, thing, you shouldn't
0: have but... made a Suicide Squad cuz you shouldn't be leading into the <clears throat> dark corners of the DC DC universe. No. You, you There's a reason the Marvel movies have been so successful. And yeah, you can you can say, oh, well, you don't want to just follow the leader. That's what you're doing by making a fucking shared universe superhero movie. Mm. You are following the leader already. You are chasing that shared universe money. But if you're not, there's a reason those movies work because they're so universally accessible because of their tone. If you keep making dark tone movies with, like, impenetrable, shitty, lumpen dialogue Mm -hmm. and greyed-out colour palettes, people are going to be turned off. And they have been, demonstrably. They have Mm -hmm. been. Um, not just by the DC stuff, but also by um, the the mummy. The, the failed attempt to get that universe off the ground. Yeah, you know, and it's it's sad to hmm. see companies get so wound up about oh we're going to do this, to do this, we're gonna do this, and then it just falls on its ass because they can't. And, it, and this applies across all art forms. A lot of gaming companies are doing it at the moment as well. They're just chasing the latest craze and just failing to capture what worked about the successful parts the 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 works that have been successful in that uh, genre or in that in that field um you have these
1: wonderful stories and characters at your disposal and instead of looking at why people love them yeah you're just trying to do what the other people are doing yeah. and then just using the, this is you the, oh, these are the contents of the thing we're going to do like them whereas like you say embrace What you have embrace your strengths, yeah. Use your strengths, yeah. Um, become if you are going to be a superhero in a red suit, if you are going to copy the formula, at least make your flavor unique by focusing on the toy, the tools and toys at your disposal, yeah. And that's what it looks like. They're finally getting right. Wonder Woman was fresh and vibrant and looked gorgeous in our first San Diego Comic Con video two years ago, still ended in
0: um, smoke and fire and lightning. Yeah, but but, but like, that, that, I remember way. that trailer and yeah. everything. The footage we saw
1: mm. uh, two years back was beautiful. And the movie came out; it was like, yeah, they've lightened this up. We have a more uh, we have a protagonist who is a lot more uh, has a sense of innocence about her. She's a no frills on her, straight up cheesy good guy. But through that lens of innocence and wanting everyone to be wonderful and happy and full of love like herself, it feels sincere, like mm-hmm. the Chris Reeves Superman back in the day. It feels <sighs> sincere and wonderful. Then Justice League steps back and tries to visually be more colourful and tries to be a little lighter, but it still feels disingenuous. And then this trailer for Shazam drops and you're like, no, they've got it again. They're yeah. understanding. They get it. Um, setting it at winter's brilliant because like that, that red and yellow's just popping out of all the white yeah. snow in frame. The snow, the, the white snow and the, the dark blues and blacks in the background.
0: Mark Strong's a villain. So, you know, we're we're in... Again,
1: what we we, we were saying before, there's two actors who, look like, they're trying to rack up as many comic characters as possible. Yeah. uh, uh, Shazam the Wizard is played by... Jamon Honsu. Jamon Honsu, who is... um, Oh, God, what's his character? Korath. Korath of the Pursuer in in in, Guardians of the Galaxy and and the upcoming upcoming Captain Marvel. Marvel. As well as... Not Shazam. uh, As well as playing a role in Shazam. Yeah. And Aquaman. Yeah, he's Fisherman
0: King in Aquaman, Hmm. albeit a performance capture character, but yes. So... You know, like, he's, that's four. Mark Strong, Kick-Ass. Yeah. Kingsman. The good Kingsman,
1: one. Kingsman, the good one. Kingsman 2. The, the bad one. The bad one. Uh, and Green Lantern. And yeah. now Shazam. So, like, they're chasing each other now. Yeah. They're chasing each other. If you... If you Kingpin... King, Kings... Kingpin? Kingpin. King, Kingsman's Kingpin. the same role. So, Kingpin let's say, let's say four movie. each. Let's say four each. they got four each. Yeah. Um, I think, I think Rebecca Romain's got, like, four each as well. There's a few. There's a few actors who play mm. multiple parts across all these things, but all the same... Awesome, awesome, awesome! Shazam, Shazam! Cannot bloody wait. We're about Aquaman? Now this is interesting. Not I'm as still, excited. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not like, oh my god, I can't wait for this. But I'm certainly a lot more interested than I was. We're getting in December. It's round the corner. Yeah, and it's the visual. It's weird to think, isn't it? That's the DC movie this year. Yeah, like that's how much they've had to sort of pause and think and wonder what the hell they're doing. And it looks. It, the the, the, looks the films have been completely yeah. a year apart. Despite the fact they want to keep chasing that dragon, you know what I mean. Yeah. But it's it's the it's the it's the tableaus of the trailer that got me interested. Hmm. Like certain pictures and images and wide shots, especially where you just like, oh, that looks beautiful. Atlantis itself—that's um, yeah, a cool
0: take diving off the the ship that's under attack by the trench and then following the light source down into the deeps. Mm. Ah, that's a fucking great shot. That is a great um,
1: shot. Black Manta on the rooftop in the village, firing his laser eyes through a clock tower. As Aquaman leaps out of the way, you're like, that so looks just, cool.
0: Just Black Manta? Yeah. Straight from the freaking pages. Straight up fucking Black Manta, big head and everything. Got a surname in this as well. It's called David Kane. Giving him a surname because before he's only ever been alluded to as David. I've no, I'm not as up on Black, on Black man to, to to pass judgment on that. Yeah. I've I um, Tom Trump's cards. I remember. Oh, okay. I remember pointless information. Right. Okay. Cool. But um, uh, but
1: yeah. But uh, definitely, James Wan is is a very visual director, and he's a very very atmosphere. He works with atmosphere a lot. And also, he's done a lot of work. horror. So, well, you were saying like yeah. the, 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 the the creatures from the trench
0: and everything. Yeah. They're definitely well, going to lean into that. You know, you
1: know that. that if they weren't in there before he got onto it, he'd be like, "Oh yeah, I'm can we? Uh, in can it? we maybe put these in the film?" Both I'd like to see these fucking terrifying
0: piranha men. Both this and Shazam <laughs> look as if they're taking very heavy influence from the new Fifty Two versions of the character of the characters.
1: Well, Shazam, um, right down to having the hood,
0: yeah, and everything, yeah. Um,
1: which I think, which I think, I think. It- oh, hang on, I think the hood. Oh, the HUD predates New Fifty Two slightly. Uh Injustice did it first. Yeah. And then and then New Fifty Two took okay, on board. Cool. Yeah.
0: Um But yeah, I I New Fifty Two felt like for some of these characters it was a movie pitch version in the same way that yeah. Ultimate Marvel did in two thousand and one. Yeah. Um yeah. So it doesn't surprise me. And if anything, it makes me feel a bit more confident about what's to come because they're actually using a concrete source Mm -hmm. for tone for characters for visuals rather than going oh what we're going to take a bit of this and a bit of this which when you do it with a character like superman or batman who have 80 year histories you've got so much to choose from that if you don't focus right down to what you want it ends up just being a massive mishmash yeah um so that has got me confident about both Shazam and Aquaman but definitely more excited for Shazam that looks yeah. really good just totally I think that's what we want more of right
1: now and what we want to see more of yeah. but Aquaman still you know, visually really cool stuff going on Patrick Wilson because of
0: course it's a James Wan movie and I'm he's just, got to get in there I'm just not 100% sold on Jason Momoa
1: yeah and, and do you think that's because of the bad taste left in the mouth after Justice yeah Street? absolutely yeah. it's 100% that
0: because um, I, so... I, think, I, think I
1: think for me it's sort of just a mix of I don't
0: know if I, I'm i in love with dude bro Aquaman. No, I, in don't general. Think, I don't think I'm down with it. But if, <laughs> if the movie surrounding it is...
1: There's a, an episode of Smogcast freaking years ago. I can't remember how they get onto it, but Kevin and Scott start deciding that Aquaman... Yeah, it's in the, it's in the Red Savine episode where the first hour they're talking about Avengers because Kevin Smith had just seen Avengers. Okay. And they're talking about a Justice League. They were trying to figure out how they could do that and stuff. And, and they, for some reason they come up with the concept of Aquaman just being like a stoner surfer. yeah. And, and it's, a, it's just this hilarious thing. It's like, you ever, you ever done it out of a blue fish? <laughs> And all this like they, You know, they, 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 they take the Mickey, the idea of like, you ever fucked a fish? It's like, that's all he's got down there. It's like, he's defeated Black Manta and all. I you know, ah, defeated you a Black Manta and all across the all across the shore is children lapping at the waves going uh.
0: Father <laughs> Father there's
1: <laughs> these mutated fish because he's like uh, uh, I gotta go and all this. I gotta go. it's brilliant but that always made me laugh the idea of like just, just doing that and then when the Justice League stuff came out it was like oh Christ they're actually doing yeah. that that's so weird like so <laughs> yeah I mean the trailer ends on a really sort of uh, kind yeah. of he's like gotta love a redhead right and you're just like what it's too well, red, too red head. <laughs> yeah. Like that is a very red head. But comic book yeah, is spo- yeah. and I suppose ah, I suppose it is a design choice because on land Mira's got like shock red, blood red hair. Yeah. But then in water, of course, it would look darker. Yes, it would. So if it
0: was too dark on land, it would just look black underwater. Also, man does Amber Heard look way more comfortable in normal clothes than she does in that green corset thing. Yeah. Like just let her wear normal clothes. <laughs> Don't don't torture her in that fucking skin tight green thing, especially if she's got a warrior that, thing going on. Like, give her a bit more so coverage. So comfortable um, uh, and yeah. a bit more armor. I mean, I, know, I get under
1: the under the water. You don't want stuff dragging you. But well, he's like, armored. But what's like the, the costumes uh, armored? Oh no, but I mean, like you, you want something sleeker to move through the water. But then what's like Ocean Master's excuse oh, yeah. and stuff? Do you yeah. know what I mean, yeah. they're wearing big armor, so why can't armour? Just... Uh, although uh, merchandise from the Comic Con floor revealed that at some point in the movie enough for there to be several pieces of merch of it aquaman is going to be wearing dark green lower half with boots and bright orange upper half yes so yes, we please. are getting in the aquaman like classic look i mean right there there's a new 52 action figure just behind you like yeah. it's pretty much that uh, and I'm down with that. I'm, it's a good look. It's like, a, it's, a, it's, 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 it's and a good it look. still sort of works with the the big hair and beard and everything. So I was like, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, down with it. Uh, shame we don't see it in the trailer, but whatever. They're saving trailer.
0: it. they saving it for the full, for for the for the movie yeah. for, the, for the final
1: poster. <laughs> and then obviously the toys that spoil it yes. beforehand because that's All how things work now. Um,
0: but yeah, we I'd, I'd say we're cautiously optimistic about Aquaman. Disenchantment is the biggest thing I felt this week, but it's also the title of a forthcoming <laughs> Netflix cartoon from Matt Groening. Um we just watched the trailer for the first time before this. It
1: looks fine. Yeah, it looks it's 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 I'm interested just because I know a lot of people who worked on Future Armor are involved in it. Yeah, and that makes me happy. That both both behind the mics and behind the scripts and, and production team and everything. Yeah. Um it's another genre thing like Future Armor. Yeah. It sort of feels like a, like a cousin to Future Armor just from the visuals alone. But I think that's because Matt Groening's style for shows, like o- only one other show has had this sort of look before, and that was Futurama. Yeah. Um, from the trailer, there's definitely funny bits in the trailer, and there's definitely, you know, okay, funny bits in the trailer. But it, Okay, funny. <laughs> yeah, like bits of just like, there's gags that make you go, huh? And there's gags that just make you go, hm. Yeah. But it does look like that's it's leaning it, more on the fantasy and character arc stuff rather than the comedy. Yeah, it so seems that it. I'll be interested to see. Yeah. How that plays out? Um, yeah, I, you know, I'm calling call me, calling me curious, calling me curious. Just don't call me late for dinner. Doesn't work. No, doesn't work. No, no, no. But I tell you what does work. He says, not knowing what's next on the contents list. Fantastic Beast, The Crimes of Grindelwald. Oh shit, that couldn't have gone worse. It doesn't work. So for those who know, <laughs> oh, I don't care. <laughs> for those, yeah, for, the, for those who don't know,
0: uh, I didn't. Enjoy Fantastic Beasts. I've not seen it because I just don't care enough.
1: Yeah, I was mostly disappointed that it was Fantastic Beasts and where I find them. I was, I was mostly disappointed that it wasn't just a romp with a briefcase full of magical creatures spilling out of New York and Newt's Commander having to rein them all back in in nineteen twenties New York with Harry Potter wizarding sensibility to it all. That could have been a really fun movie: a New- wizard, a wizard, and a nomad. Running around New York, trying to get all these creatures back in line and put them away before they uncover the wizarding world to the public at large. Noob I Scamander thought that was the plot.
0: As my impression of him from the trailers is,
1: Jay Leno. Um, <laughs> he's just he's just so wibbly. Yeah, when you watch, if you watch the original at any point, it just looks like Eddie Redmayne watched Eleventh um, Doctor Who story at night on cable once and went, "Yeah, oh, I'll just do that." Because it it's just Matt Smith's Doctor and it's it's really weird. Anyway, I've got
0: ratty boots and a big suitcase and a long coat. And a bow tie.
1: Oh, I'm so quaint. But if the first film had been what I just sort of described, like a creature feature and it's like a race against the clock to get them all put away in one night before yeah. people find them. That'd be great. That was not the film. That was like a fifth of what the film was about. But I feel like it was it's also what the about film
0: was marketed as.
1: Yes. It's about government conspiracy and apparently there's a wizard terrorist called, um, what's it, Grindelwald and that becomes more prominent throughout the movie and overtakes every other plot. And at the end of the movie it's revealed, spoilers for Fantastic Beasts and where to find them, that Colin Firth's agency character, who was the villain just because he was ruthless and on my tail, was actually Grindelwald who was Doing some stuff that isn't really he was clear. Doing a villain. He turns from Colin Farrell to Johnny Depp in the last minute and it's meant to be like a big reveal. Because I think that was the moment when myself certainly and people who've revisited the movie since realised Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them was never meant to be a creature feature fun movie no. about Fantastic Beast and Where to Find Them. It was meant to be a series starting movie that kicks off a saga about this wizard terrorist. But yeah. for some reason they want to keep the Fantastic Beast's name and
0: theme to it. Well all. they have to, because that's what they called the first one. Yeah. So you have you have to you have to know it's a continuing series. Yeah, even though it's just
1: sort of shoehorning Newt's Commander and the creatures into it now. Um, and also Colin Farrell was brilliant in the first movie, and it's weird that the reveal is, but he was really this guy who's played by Johnny Depp. But the surprise yeah. is that it's this character, right, guys? This character you saw on a newspaper clipping in the opening credits. Mm. Are you surprised? You know it's him because it was announced like the week of the film coming out that he'd be playing the character in an upcoming movie in the future. So you're surprised? It was just like, I, mm. what? Huh? I don't understand why. Um, so yeah, that's odd. Here's the sequel. It's banking heavily on Johnny Depp. Let's t- let's just briefly on this because it's worth. It's. I I wanna I do want to talk about the film and what we, the trailer looks like and that I, shit. I have
0: no interest in talking about the film, so don't worry about that.
1: But okay, so let's first then touch on this. So Johnny Depp, been <laughs> involved in many scandals of late. Yeah. One of which is he allegedly. I want to say this in the Colbert style that they do every time they talk about the PP tape. Yeah. He allegedly. Allegedly, um, beat his wife, his ex-wife Amber Heard, several times. Yeah, Amber Heard put out video evidence onto the internet at one point of him day drinking and being really aggressive. Yeah, and when he realizes he's being filmed, he's really shouty about it, and it's it's uncomfortable stuff to watch. Yeah, but at no point in the footage is he abusive or does he abuse her. She does seem Not in the footage. Anyway. No, she does seem in the footage to some. Like, she's sort of goading him slightly. So it's a little uncomfortable, because it's like, is she trying to make him sort of have a violent outburst for Because that's...
0: That veers... That's, yeah, that, that makes it that, complicated and weird. That veers towards victim-blaming from... from. Mm. No, that's true, but but it
1: was at the same time where she was seen out and about with a bruise on her face, uh, like, severe bruises, which were then gone two days later. Mm. Like, completely gone, and not from makeup. So it was either a quick recovery or a lot of makeup or something. But either way, it was in this weird period where it was like, is she trying to do something here, or is there something really horrible coming on that he's done and he's been a horrible person? Yeah. It was very clear, unclear. Either way, they divorced. She got half of everything he owned in the settlement, and then immediately gave the majority of it to charity. Yeah, which suggests that yes, he was a horrible person, and you know, she's like, look, as part of the divorce, I get this. I don't want his money. I'm putting it away. I'm sending it elsewhere where it can do good stuff. Either way, it's a win. Complicated situation. It is not appropriate to make this man, who again allegedly is an abuser, as the poster child of your family-friendly movies. Now, Pirates Five was already in the can. Even was on if its he way is out the at villain. the ta- yeah, Pirates Five was on its on its way at the time was already in the can. Kind of unavoidable. But the marketing did a a smart decision at the time. The first two trailers for Pirates 5 underplayed Jack Sparrow.
0: Yeah,
1: It acknowledged that, of course, Jack Sparrow is in the story and is a part of the movie, but it underplayed him. And then they went all in on Jack Sparrow in the last month. Um, It was a terrible performance. It was not a great movie. Crimes of Grindelwald could be called anything else, but his character's name is in the title. They have doubled down on it being him. J.K. Rowling has expressed that she apologises... Uh, in no way, no shape or form for the casting of him.
0: Which is, again, her right. Fair enough. I'm torn on that, though, because how much of... Is it her... Oh, no, she made made the statement of
1: saying we we are not backing down on this and I do not apologise in any way for him being cast in the movie because we believe he is right for the role and we welcome him on board and we can't wait to see what he does. Yeah, but
0: he beat his wife. Allegedly,
1: again... Allegedly.
0: Yeah, but...
1: Allegedly. No, we've got
0: to stress that. Got to stress that. Do you, think, do you think... Because... We just need to get him to tweet some... Because the thing... Really do tasteless jokes fucking ten years ago. No, but think like, they'll fire him then. The, the reason
1: I keep stressing the allegedly thing is is, is this. Because what's really uncomfortable about Comic-Con Fantastic Beast stuff is that regardless of what's happened, this is not a nice situation, whether it be real or implied. Mm-hmm. And yet... Fantastic Beasts portion of the Warner Brothers panel ended with a live appearance from Grindelwald. So Johnny Depp in character, mm-hmm. which I have a separate issue with. because I'm like, we don't give a shit about him when we don't know him. Why is this exciting? This isn't bringing Loki out for the Dark World panel in 2013. That's what they thought it was. That's what they thought it was. Yeah. Bringing Loki out for the Dark World panel was amazing because he'd been in two movies. He was the breakout star of the Avengers. Yeah. And everybody was excited to see him. Yeah. This is a character we've met in this version for two minutes at the end of another movie. Yeah. We don't care. Like, so that's separate. I don't care. He was on stage. So, Hall H is a mix of reactions when this happens. It's people cheering. People who are excited for the movie. People who obviously either don't follow the story or don't believe the story or whatever. who are just excited to see him. And that's, you know, that's fine. That's completely their right. Whatever. But also, a lot of hushed silence from everyone else. Fair enough. When the trailer played out, there were booze from portions of the crowd when he appeared on screen during the trailer nice uh but then those people obviously chose like to let those who were excited just like fine have your fucking moment enjoying being here whatever then let's move on those same people then get yeah, the, the people who were quiet during the trailer for fantastic beast uh gave a massive fucking like random applause standing ovation to amber heard arriving because yeah. that was what was gross to me yeah. If it, when you take away the yeah. fact that we don't really know what happened but obviously there's a lot of evidence suggesting something horrible did but regardless we don't really know what happened and yet they still allowed an alleged abuser on stage and then the person he allegedly abused to be on stage the same stage 10 minutes later. That's weird. That is creepy. Yeah. That is uncomfortable and it really soured the press conference for a good
0: portion of it. Yeah. How weird is that? Like why would you do that? It's just stupid. It's stupid and short-sighted and inconsiderate and yeah. insensitive. Because, um, I mean, if you look at it from any side, if she is in some form of wrongdoing
1: and he's been wrong done by her, and yeah. it's a smear thing, why would he want to be anywhere near her in this thing? That's horrible. Yeah. If he has beaten her and abused her physically and mentally over a period of period of two years, why would she want to be anywhere near him? Why would you want to give him the platform to show off? And be, you know, like celebrated.
0: Ten I don't minutes apart it. from each other. I don't understand it. If
1: he has not done these things, and she has, you know, like smeared it just to make the relationship end quicker and get the divorce money or whatever, or if he has been abusive but not to the degree that she's alleged, but whatever. Why would you have them in the same real room in the same on the same stage ten minutes apart? You shouldn't. For Christ's sake, she's got a, she's got a restraining order yeah. on him so legally like what happened did he come in and the moment he was on stage they get him in one of like the golf buggies and they freaking zoomed him to another part of the site and then brought her in like what the it's just gross it's gross and it's 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 complicated my already sort of I don't know why I should
0: give a shit relationship with these movies because now I'm like the people making these films are fucking colourblind. they are they are going all in on the Johnny Depp yeah and it's just so weird yeah um Regardless, the film looks fine, I guess. Uh, yeah. I'm just I'm not, not interested. interested at all. Yeah. <laughs> it, it looks competent. It, some people might even find it exciting, in which case, good times. I just have no interest in it whatsoever. Yeah, Who's the actor? I'm trying to remember the actor's name now. He's bloody lovely. The actor who plays the nomad
1: in it, the movie oh, character. Oh, I Because he's great. And, and I can find out in two seconds. In two seconds? The one movie I own with him in oh. is right behind okay. you. What, 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 oh boys. yeah, okay. Let's um, find the actor's name. Right. Uh, ba, 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 Dan Fogler.
0: Dan Fogler. Dan
1: Fogler was wonderful in the first one. He was hands down the best part of the first one, and he's back in this one, oh. and that's great. But it also, spoiler alert for the previous one, um, he's made to forget the events of it to keep the cover yeah. up going. So it's like, all oh, right, well, that meant nothing. Yeah, are we Moffat in this then, or what? Is yes. that how we do doing yes, this? Yes, we
0: are. So there we go. Executive producer Stephen Moffat. Matt, take um, me away
1: from Newt's commander and Dumbledore's lack of I apparent can. acknowledgement of his relationship can... with Grindelwald aside from one you... forced in shot and reshoots of the Mirror of Erised. I'm going to take you on a roller
0: on a... Un... maybe an unnecessary sequel to a problematic film which seemed to have difficulty. Um, separating mental illness and supernatural powers. Oh, distinct. I'm talking about Glass, the sequel to Split, and and also the sequel to Unbreakable, which was always meant to happen, honest,
1: from M. Night Shyamalan. (laughs)
0: Um, I'm interested by this movie. I just still have a bit of a sour taste in my mouth from Split, which seems like they're going to carry on with this in the way that Shyamalan conflated mental illness and supernatural abilities and badness, inherent mm. badness in someone. Um, and using mental illness as a device to create a horror movie monster, essentially. Mm. Um, well, that was what made Split. I have a slight issue with that. Mm. Well, that,
1: that's what split people down the middle with the previous yeah. movie. Um, I, I quite like Split. I, it was a it was a perfectly serviceable, sometimes brilliant, sometimes just alright, like three star I mean, horror Jesus, thriller. And how
0: many M. Night Shyamalan films does that describe? I know, like, um, it's...
1: but what what the, the, you can definitely yeah. make half a good so movie. The basic premise of Split is that there is a gentleman played by James McAvoy who uh, has twenty, I think it's twenty three separate personalities living inside of him. Yeah, which is based on on a you know a couple of real. Um, conditions and 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 whatnot but exaggerated slightly and there is a twenty fourth personality on the way which um the kidnapping of these three girls in the original is because apparently it needs to feed when it arrives so it's the idea that the personalities have built up this mythology and a couple of the personalities are not nice people yeah and they're like this we're going to help this thing because this thing is going to mean that we're free like people never tell us what to do ever again so we're going to give it an offering and they keep referring to it as the beast and the idea is that when this personality arrives it will it will devour them the girls and it will leave and go into the world and he can do whatever the fuck he wants because no one's going to touch him ever again and all that you know and some of the personalities completely disagree with it and there's an implication in the film that several of them have been suppressed very deeply because they disagree and, like, it's... Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, so it, it, it's like... The film makes an idea of saying, this guy has has this, you know, condition. It's It doesn't make him a bad person. But he is a bad person. And, unfortunately, the more bad sides of his personality are winning. Like, in terms of... keep. So, again, it is that thing of, that's uncomfortable but you're separating the condition from how bad a person he is at least and making it so it's like that yeah. all, but then at the end when the beast does emerge he go undergoes a slight physical transformation in like not drastically yeah. but the way his but and again a lot of it's down but to you the see it in this trailer yeah. as well the, 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 the well. personalities you see James McAvoy the way he holds himself he looks like a physically different person in yeah. like you, see, you meet like seven of them properly in the original movie four yeah. of them recur and it's a phenomenal performance from McAvoy. Like, he looks and acts completely different for all of them. And it's it's disarming and a little bit awkward and funny at first for some of them. Like, there's a nine-year-old kid, I think, called Hector or something like that is yeah. one of them. And that's kind of like, oh, this is weird and <laughs> a bit strange. Yeah. But then the more he does it, the more you're like, okay, I've completely bought into this now. Yeah. Like, he's an, I he's might have to give it another go. Yeah.
0: There's just something but, about the premise and the way it that's handles the thing. and puts the, me the, off.
1: The implication of his, of his doctor and his stuff is she's like, I believe that he's... He's able, like, to physically. He he already can physically hold himself differently because each of the different people are different and they act differently yeah. and they they maneuver differently. But this last one is like he. It's almost like he can change himself slightly physically to conform with this new personality. And they don't show. It's not like an American werewolf. We don't have like a transformation no, scene. No. But we do kind of see that he's bigger and a little hulkier and and but then there's a shot toward the end where you sort of see him in full while he is the beast and he's clearly just the same scrawny guy but it's all just about the way he's holding himself and it's the film implies that there is a supernatural element to this and that's where it's a bit gross because it is just like you can't you can't say look fair enough you could do it you can tell a story about someone who is going through a thing that is very rare yeah and is a bad person you can do that we've had so many of those it's almost like you're saying people who have mental illnesses or mental conditions or on certain parts of the autistic spectrum things like that are bad people maybe change that up by not doing that but they do that and then they make it semi-supernatural now this movie might Shift more into the supernatural side of it, and yeah. hopefully correct some of that. But seeing as it's... in a way, but it's also Shyamalan, who's not the most sensitive of no. filmmakers, and
0: it's and who doubled down on Split when asked about it. Yeah, and and is seems to be doubling down on it because at least it seems that like at least some of this will be set inside a some kind of mental health facility slash mm. institution with Mister Glass and mm. David Dunn and James McAvoy's mm. several personalities. It's. It, I'm. I'm interested. I'm I mean, interested in it. I just don't know. Worse split. Go. Were split about something that
1: was just supernatural from
0: the start.
1: It would be less weird. Like yeah, if if he, if he were yeah. just the vessel for twenty three people it's for some the, reason, and it wasn't a mental illness. It's. It's. Yeah, it's then this, that would it's be the
0: element yeah. of it being explicitly a mental illness as a central yes. plot device. Yeah. Which then they used to go. Oh, actually, he's a pretend murderer because if he's a different person that's mm. it's if there's just something about it that doesn't sit right with me but Glass looks intriguing we'll see if it sticks to landing it's nice to see Bruce with back I've been wanting an Unbreakable sequel for a long time because yeah. I love was Unbreakable? Movie. 97? it was post Sixth Sense I think it was oh, 99 so, 2000 yeah um, let me double check it was around the time of the turn of the millennium yeah yeah I think it's 2000
1: yeah 2000 Unreckly. And again, like just just to see McAvoy as a performer in habit yeah. all those different characters is is a fascinating thing. But the material, and the, the, lead, a the lead character too. from Split yeah. is back in it. She yeah. she's there yeah. to sort of obviously I suppose bring her side of the story in. And um, is, who's is it? Sarah Paulson.
0: Yes, uh,
1: who I'm always happy to watch in anything. Love Sarah she's Paulson. great. Yeah. So we'll see. It, it definitely is one of the more interesting trailers to come out of San Diego. But yeah, no, I agree with you that the attached sort yeah. of lack of tact from Shyamalan
0: could prove to be worrying and upsetting once again. Just going to touch on one more fairly briefly before we head into doing doing some emails. We might not get them all done this week because we've got a we're a bit of a tight time limit. Yeah, um, I've got to go to work. Well, uh, um, <laughs> Titans. Fuck Batman. <laughs> this looks fucking terrible. This looks dreadful. This it looks, looks so awful. bad. Like, it just looks, it looks, oh I, I compared God. it to Torchwood, like the the worst bits of Torchwood in that it is. What, what
1: the opening, the opening of episode one where two minutes yeah. in someone goes fucking Torchwood yeah. and you go, oh, that's how we're doing Literally, this you hour. turn
0: around, it, it's yeah. that GCSE, GCSE drama thing of oh, you can swear in this. So every other word is <gasps> fuck. What wait, a drama, our
1: final major project. Let's make it about drugs.
0: Yeah, let's make it about drugs. No one's ever done Let's make oh, it a fucking Let's make it about abuse. No one's ever done that. Yeah, no one's ever done this. At let's all. make it about a cult. No one's ever done it's right. that. It just, it's I, just and I think
1: we can we can say this cuz we're probably both guilty of these storylines. Oh, fuck didn't? yeah. Yeah, Fuck yeah. yeah, yeah. Um yeah, it is Cuz you think
0: it's so edgy. It is the and as, it is And that's the problem with this. It's an edge lord version of Titans. Yeah. And it's like it's Robin shooting people and saying fuck Batman. Oh. Uh, Again, let us reiterate: <laughs> Dick Grayson, Robin. I think the character designs are interesting, but it's too fucking dark to tell. Um, oh no, no, is it, no! There's there's splashes of color. Oh yeah, literally splashes of red. Yes, because Lots there are so blood. many shots in the thing. Of, there, you, there is a you moment in, of who, 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 in who's which
1: the other the, the double. Double, oh, yeah, the, uh, the duo, Hawk and Dove.
0: Hawk and Dove. Yeah. Where like, one of them is slashing someone's face open. Yeah. Uh, there is a moment where... With their big comedy wing, Where Robin stabs someone in the neck and a oh. jet of blood spurts out. It's like, isn't, what? What is this? And I think they're doing the Dick Grayson as a police officer thing, which was a thing for the comics for a while.
1: Which is, you know, um, that's fine. That's an interesting thing if you're going to do this that. this is also Dick Grayson. Because have we...
0: Have... Out of the
1: two older oh, Robins... Man.
0: He's not the murdery
1: Robin. He's not the murdery Robin, and he's also not the sort of person who would be like, fuck Batman, fuck the code I learned when I fuck, was Robin. Fuck
0: the man who, who took me in after my parents' death and raised me. Because to... they're going with that still. Yeah. Right? They're
1: going with the with the, the uh, Hayley Circus and the yeah. Flying Graysons and everything, so they're implying that, oh no, this is Ro- this is Robin, this is the kid's psychic of Batman, and it's like... No, no, but fuck Batman. <sighs> The best version of because that became a meme instantly, because it's so ridiculous. Yeah. Like one of the best ones was the, you know, the classic like Robin speaking and Batman slaps. Yeah. yeah. Do. One of them was, fuck Batman. No! Is one of the best, but the, yeah. my favourite one I've seen is someone's just copied the same screen grab three times and given it a different subtitle. It says, fuck Batman. Kiss Aquaman. Marry Superman.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I think like... One of my favourite responses was from Kieran Gillen on Twitter, who yeah. said, if Robin actually does fuck Batman, I might be down for this. <laughs> i was like okay oh God. sure um yeah it's i'll it, I'll, I'll be completely fine with
1: it if in the finale batman shows up and just slaps him and recreates that panel
0: this looks as tonally misjudged mm. for titans as shazam is perfectly tonally judged for a captain marvel film yeah it is it looks terrible it looks awful and if this is what they're launching not this universe with the back of i think we might have a problem
1: Um, Well, that's the thing, isn't it? They think that teen dramas have to be a certain thing. They have to be gritty and edgy. But at the same time, they can't create anything new. They have to make something we've already had that was more pure and and, and enjoyable and make it darker and thingy or just recycle the same thing over and over again. It'd be as stupid as announcing that they're redoing Buffy the Vampire Slip Oh yeah, that was announced this weekend as well. No,
0: we're not getting into that. We'll talk about that in we're a future episode. We're not getting into that. That's, but
1: that's a thing.
0: Mm, sequel? Sure. Sequel, absolutely. Remake. The end
1: of the show nah. leaves it nah, open nah, 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 nah. for someone else to have yeah. the story.
0: Yeah. Just, uh, anyway. Emails. First one comes in from Ian. I I really don't care for SDCC. Oh, well,
1: welcome Woof. to the STC Roundup Woof. episode.
0: Uh, what would you like to be announced slash confirmed at D23? Uh, the rehiring oh. of James Gunn, please. Yeah, well, is d Dan... not this year? Is that, like, is I next think it's year. next year, yeah. Because um, um, the... that's every two years. Um, yeah, it was
1: last year because last year they debuted just to the panel again, which I think is... I, think I like the fact they debuted stuff yeah, just to yeah. people in the panel. It's fine. But they debuted to the panel last year, the, uh, the footage from Wreck-It Ralph, the princesses and stuff. Yes. So... Yeah, it won't be until next year. Um, um, can
0: we get... Just the next lineup? The next lineup of Marvel Slate yeah. would be nice. Psycho like Boy T.T. doing another one, maybe. Taking over Guardians 3. Yeah. Um, oh,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah. Another Walt Disney uh, Pictures uh, movie that is a freaking hand-drawn animation yeah. would be nice. Yeah. Because the last one that we had, yeah. we didn't get it as a Walt Disney Pictures film over here, but they did in the
0: States. We, oh! Okay. It 2011's Winnie the Pooh. I'll be really interested to see what state The Last Jedi remakes in by that point. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, He says, thoughts on the new Sonic toy and how I think if any of us are going to buy it, it'll be the 720 version rather than character options. I prefer the Knuckles one. Um, Yeah, all right. No, the two two
1: Sonic screwdrivers, they aren't made by the different companies. It's the same. They're both made by character options. Yeah. But they're distributed by a different company in the States. Just like Underground Toys have distributed a lot of character stuff over the years. They're They're the same toy. They're just... In different boxes. I think it looks good. It's a Sonic screwdriver. Yeah, I'm not pre-ordering it. I'm, hey, so I'm fine, thanks. I've got I'm, a pretty I'm,
0: cup of Sonic screwdrivers over there. I don't I don't have any of the Sonic screwdrivers, so I probably won't get it. Um, top three Pixar films. Oh, Jesus. Fuck. A duck. Toy Story 3, Toy Story
1: 2. No, hang on, I'll take that back. Uh, Toy Story 2, Finding Nemo and the Incredibles. Not in any particular order, but...
0: Yeah, that's a tough one. um film. Incredibles up Toy Story 3. Nice. Nice. Um, do you believe there will be no Daleks in Season 11? Do you believe in
1: season, season 11? No. Oh.
0: Um, that I, was also a Doctor Who joke for fans. I'm not 100% buying that there's going to be no Daleks at all because I'm sure that the Termination thing is a real thing. But I would be pleasantly surprised if there aren't. Um, Maybe they're in the Christmas special
1: and they'll be teased as a cliffhanger at the
0: end of the series. Yeah, that'd be
1: nice. If you're
0: going to make, make a big fuss and do a Christmas present yeah. with them. Uh, Chris, how have your cats been handling the heat? Oh, bless you. Uh, quite well. Are you, have yours been the same? They're just yeah, ba- they're just, they just basking outside more. Bask.
1: And then um, coming in and being like, bring me food. They're just asleep all the time. Pepper yeah.
0: likes to sleep on the bathroom windowsill. Just because the the window heats up, yeah, yeah. but it's frosted so it's not too bright. Well, she's a black; she's all black, yeah. So so she really feels the heat.
1: We don't know where Um, Luna goes when she goes outside. The minute she stands, where are
0: you going to, my lovely? When you're alone in your bed? Um, or what it is? Is it head? I think I don't know. But Dolly Um, Dolly
1: sits on the deck and falls asleep for like five hours. Occasionally turns over. We've got little bowls
0: of water out there and yeah, stuff. So yeah. I've caught her once or twice, going. Can you make cat milk ice cubes for them? But I don't think oh, i have well, so cool. not. It's not been that warm the last couple of days. It's just been muggy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Welcome to a very British podcast. It's We're good. talking about the weather. Oh God, so much weather. We're having so much of it at the moment. George says, <laughs> "What's all this weather, huh?" Um, What's the deal with all this weather? Greetings, big damn lads. Well, well, well. She is the doctor, whether you like it or not. What an amazing trailer, the look and feel of the show is so exiting, and I can't wait for the new series. Exiting. Sorry if you're dyslexic, I just had to do that. It's a tradition um, we started in yeah. episode one, it ain't going um, anywhere. Also, how good was the <laughs> panel itself, chemistry between all these people is insane, and I really think Chibnall might have learned from his mistakes, Cyberwoman, and I love that Owl <laughs> Jones is the new production designer, keeping that link, and to Torchwood and SJA. Yeah. If, if you're going to keep a visual consistency between the brand, which I think is what was missing from the Moffat era mm. is that that visual consistency between all the RTD stuff um, kind of lost it a bit. It lost its... In the Moffat era, it lost its colour. It lost its flavour. Mm. It lost its texture. Uh, no, it lost its... It lost its energy. The the last couple yeah. of seasons, seasons in particular, I think the last season... It became season, more cinematic, but it didn't yeah. have any substance to back it up. The last season, I think, got a bit of a boost from uh, Pearl Mackey. Yeah. But... That most of the Paldi stuff just didn't have any energy. It felt leaden. Mm. Like there was no energy going into it. There's no enthusiasm going into it. Probably because everyone was unhappy with the scripts mm. and miserable making the fucking show. Um, <laughs> and the schedules get fucking changing. Um, some questions for you boys this week. Thoughts on the Buffy reboot? Is it worth it? I
1: think. I think. Our Buffy special is pretty much impending at this point. Yeah, You're we, probably we're probably going to have to
0: talk about it yeah. sooner rather than later. Yeah, um, but
1: I, I care not for it. Really, I really care not for
0: the, I'm i all for a sequel series. Mm.
1: Hands down for a sequel series. Especially not, because that way you could focus on a brand new set of characters and then you can dip into the world we knew as well before. You yeah. can bring people back and have them pop in and stuff.
0: Um, but then you can't call it Buffy the Vampire Slayer because there's no Buffy. Oh, well
1: that's the thing. Screw the name, just like so, uh, whoever else. Like, give me a female name. Oh, give just, me a female. Name. You boy, give me a female name. Or just
0: Audrey the vampire. Audrey s- the vampires, the vampire slayers, slayers. Because all the potentials left over from. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I agree. Seven. I
1: agree to focus on one central slayer, yeah. um, just because one thing that wasn't fun about series seven was all the slayers. It was like, yeah. oh, okay, but the but the. The open premise at the end of Series 7 of, oh my god, anyone who was, any potential now has the ability, like, was the ending. It's Like, yeah. they are all the Slayer, like, what do we do now? Like, Slate. that was such a great open project. Uh, uh, um, uh, oh god. Premise. Yeah. That the comic story carries on that idea, and it does really well with it. So yeah, give us a new central character who's coping with it, and tie it into the original show as well. Yeah, oh, um, why not?
0: You know, that'd be or great. a new that'd be amazing. Slayer isolated from the main sort of Slayer group,
1: a one who doesn't know what the fuck's going yeah. going on with her, and she she goes on a quest to learn what it's about. Yeah,
0: with the, with the end of season one being her um, oh Christ meeting the, up with Buffy and her vampire slayers. Yeah,
1: that would be amazing, and that's a perfect way to do it. But no, the name recognition is no. what they want. They're
0: going to remake the series,
1: um, and the fact that they turned around and said. Uh, and we're going to cast uh, an African American actor in the lead role. Fine. And it's like that's fine, but also hang on. So you've not cast the lead yet. So you are just doing it in that weird reverse preferential thing, yeah? Where it's like, yes, which I'm not, which yes, I'm... all for all for yeah. a diversity of leads in television because, of course, that's the way things should be. But at the same time, when you're looking at it with just that in mind. Mm-hmm. Unless it's because there's a story you would like to tell, it is like reverse racism. If do you know what I mean? It's, it's, mm, I'm not. It, it, it's. It's. I, I'm not with you. On I, that. I'm all for it, but only if you are doing it for the right reasons and not because you just want that to be there. Mm. Because if you just want that to be there, you are doing a disservice to the actors you are going to screen test. Yeah. Because what you're saying is ninety percent of what I want from you is just your skin color. Yeah. Do, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I suppose. I think I worded, I I think I worded mm-hmm. it a bit poorly before, but that's, I that's what I mean. It's like, it's, you know, like, yeah. open it up, but unless, of course, there's a story you want to tell, which would require your lead yeah. character being African-American, of course, absolutely go for it. Yeah. But don't open up that net unless that's the case, because otherwise you're just saying,
0: I, you, there's, there's you're there's black, the same token, that's what though. I, I think, want from I, the role. I think if you want, yeah. oh, we want a more diverse cast, and we oh, want... Of course, and we yeah. want um, a lead from a different ethnic background then you then you'd kind of need to be that specific about it otherwise you'll just get the studio execs going oh well here's a pretty blonde oh well here's another pretty blonde that is like my, yeah. my oh are oh, you think you, th- you think they're putting it up as yeah. a defense barrier against the business side of yeah. it already yeah. so, okay that's but yeah I, that, if, if that, that's yeah if that's, that was the
1: case then that that's, that's why yeah,
0: I think that these sort yeah. of specific castings are, are important mm. because otherwise you will just get people trying to sneak in yeah, their, that their does happen. Granddaughter, yeah. you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> greetings. She was a No, that was top of the email again. Which SDCC trailer surprised you and maybe changed your mind, whether good or bad? Well, Titans turned me off completely from something I was slightly intrigued in after the initial art mm. and the initial pictures. I um, was more. I
1: was pleasantly surprised by how much
0: I enjoyed the Aquaman trailer. Yeah. and... Was delightfully surprised yeah. at our first glimpse of Shazam. Shazam, yeah. just I'm so on board for Shazam. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you think God, it better be good? Do you think that Marvel will find a director with the same unique voice, or just someone to see out what they want for Guardians of the Galaxy Three?
1: I think you made a good call. If they yeah. if if they're definitely refusing for James Gunn's involvement, yeah, the best bet is to get someone who knows the sensibilities in the process. Well, also it depends what their vision for Guardians
0: of the Galaxy Three is, because I believe it was what, a close up from what we can gather. Yeah. That was James Gunn's baby. Like it was mm. his story. I mean, and... I, I, I don't, I don't put it
1: past them to still use the script, but I have someone come in to to revise it, and then they get the lead writing credit, and Gunn gets the story by yeah. credit. Um, for example, like obviously, different, completely different circumstances, but Ant Man uh, is the writers of the movie accredited as Peyton Reed and um, Paul Rudd and story by yeah. Edgar Wright and Joe Cornish. But it is very heavily based off of the version of their script but also, and then changed. Edgar yeah. Wright and
0: Joe Cornish weren't fired for disgusting tweets well, saying years ago. It's different uh, circumstances, <laughs> but, at this, yeah.
1: but at the same time, I think that would be their sheepish way to acknowledge that, yeah, well, James Gunn is a big part of why you guys enjoy what this about, movie. So he got a story credit. There you go. Um, what about, Ta- someone, Taika Waititi would what about someone like
0: Taika Watiti mentoring a less experienced... Director like Karen Gillan, who has first hand experience yeah. of the franchise. Yeah, yeah. Karen I know she's got one feature out, but, yeah, uh, but then Marvel and other not, not the happy uh, She directed are. the party's just beginning. Yeah, but um, Marvel are yeah. hardly uh, averse to throwing a India director at the deep end. And Disney as well. Yeah. So who knows? Um... But then again, depends on if Karen would be willing to do so, it. Well, yeah, considering exactly. she seems to also be of the mindset yes. of
1: how dare you fire James. Yes. So. Um, we'll see we'll
0: see uh, finally uh, we've got two from from this Daniel uh, but I'm only going to do one because one we've not got time and the other one's non SDCC related Um, so we're going to do the SDCC related one this this month this month this This month this week well you know technically yeah yeah, this month next month we'll do that yes we'll do it next month (laughs) uh, which ties into stuff we've already said so I think we can we can cover this quite quickly Uh, to be read as Johnny Depp's Willy Wonka no I'm not going to do it I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to glorify the abuser's his, his take on a every, beloved children's character. Every choice I made in this movie is questionable. Good <laughs> afternoon, gentlemen. <laughs> I may not phrase this very well, but here we go. I can't read this email in that voice. It's I just, mean, it's, it's not, it's not two, even it's two, picking two, up on yeah. the mic. To yeah. Start. Yeah. Um, <laughs> good afternoon, gentlemen. I may not phrase this very well, but here we go. In the same week that James Gunn was dismissed for his tweets, Johnny Depp appeared on stage in Hall H in yeah. full character and was applauded and celebrated despite his past behaviour, including domestic abuse. Alleged. <laughs> I was wondering if you had any thoughts about the strange double standards that are cropping up in the nerdy circles of Hollywood. How can one man be fired for old tweets, admittedly vile, and another be lauded despite more recent physical abuse? Thanks for giving my wild ramblings your attention. And I think we've covered this pretty, pretty well. Um, but I think it's bullshit. Like, I absolutely think that it is bullshit. There are certainly degrees of offense. There is definitely a, 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 a gulf between Physical and emotional abuse of your spouse over a period of time, and making shitty um, jokes about rape and pedophilia on uh, Twitter. But I think
1: I think as far as the overall blanket of <clears throat> controversial um, acts and situations being picking or people picking or choosing whether to gloss over, acknowledge them yeah. or, or not. Yeah, there is a bit of a double standard for that I going on in, cannot, in mainstream
0: Hollywood at the moment. I cannot get my head round it's wide, the Woody Allen, it? It's the Woody Allen Oh, debate. fucking up the Woody Allen and Roman Polanski thing. Yeah. That sort of would, the Woody Allen invulnerability clause, where no one yeah. seems to be able to call him out on his bullshit, despite being just the Corbid creepiest sexually creepy. deviant motherfucker mm. on the planet. And Roman Polanski raped a child, mm. and is not allowed back in the US... And your actors
1: will work with them. Yeah. Because,
0: again, admittedly, phenomenal filmmakers.
1: But why would you want to support them when you know as, what they've done? Mm. That's the thing. Uh, and because... un- and unlike Gunn, who, for example, may essentially did something that was distasteful. Yeah. But was ultimately a freedom of speech thing and was based around humour. Terrible humour, but humour yeah. nonetheless. Yeah. And has grown as a person very visibly and also acknowledged and apologised for it. Yeah. These people have not done those things, yeah. and yet you know, you get actors who work with them in the past before some of the stuff came to light, or before most of it came to light, and have said they regret regretted doing it now. Yeah. Others who've said I don't regret working with them at the time, because of course I didn't know, but I would never work with them again. Yeah. Like
0: I think it's but it, the there is that double standard of it all. The industry you know? is beginning to realise something that morality is more important than prestige yes which up until recently prestige was the currency of hollywood and to a lesser extent um british film and british tv and the and theater hmm. and morality was always always took a backseat to prestige and impressing the right people and getting the right job and i think we're in a position now where people are starting to be a lot more willing to call out the people in positions of power regardless of, of what it's going to cost them professionally because they realize that those people aren't as powerful as they were because the barrier to entry to creating your own work and to getting other work is lower admittedly still too high for some yeah, overcome, but and it's, it's... It, it helps if you have a bit of um clout clout behind you or to start with but i we are seeing more of these people use that clout to call out the bullshit that's going on which yeah. is i feel very important um And I think there is absolutely a double standard. Um, But also, James Gunn wasn't fired because of his tweets. He was fired because Disney chickened out when a right-wing smear campaign came after them. Like, that's Mm. this would not have happened if Mike Cernovich hadn't whipped up a bunch of people into a fake frenzy, because Disney already knew about this. Mm. Disney already knew that he tweeted those things. Disney already knew that he apologised for them. Disney already knew that he had moved past it, unless it, there's there's some secret um, abuse that we don't know about involving James Gunn. But it would the amount of people who've come out and support or, or even just change yeah. a, a
1: change of ownership or management within but, Disney itself, where that one well, the new person doesn't agree with the thing or or didn't even yeah. freaking
0: acknowledge the apologies. But the amount and of stuff, people yeah, who've come out know. in support of James Gunn who've worked closely with him would doesn't seem to hold up that theory. So it seems like. What's happened is Mike Servic has weaponized
1: morality, weaponized
0: morality yeah. and Disney uh, just chickened out. They've got no spine, and it's it's pathetic. Personally, I think because it sets a dangerous precedent that you can't you can't improve as a person, you can't get better, and yet Johnny Depp is still considered a bankable star, and people are still defending his casting when it's all. It's alleged, Mm. but But it's it's all but
1: known. It's not why. It's not. It's it's not. You don't want to tell stories about family and love and all that shit with that as your face of it. You don't want that as your poster child. There's
0: enough evidence out there to suggest that he was abusive towards Amber Heard in some way. In some way that we shouldn't be giving this guy a platform. Like it's, it's ridiculous. He's not even that good anymore, he's past it, he's past his peak he's ruined himself with what the guy's clearly got some demons to work through and he's letting him destroy him, and it's shown in his work, and regardless of whether that was the reason for his being abusive or whether he's just abusive because he's a shit, like dude needs help oh. he does not need to be the star of your franchise, he needs to go and fucking rehab, and get some help whether or not he can improve as a person is down to him, but we shouldn't be propping him up as a, as a role model for people, for fuck's sake. We should be propping people like James Gunn as a role model up for people because they improved themselves. They changed themselves to sort of the better. If you go back into my, and in past, I have no doubt you'll find some stupid misjudged shit that we said. Probably, I, fuck, fuck, I probably did it last week. I don't know. But you have to let people better themselves. Otherwise, what's the point? They're not going to. And we're fighting a battle every day of ideology of the right versus the left, of the, the new rise of of white supremacy and fascism. It's not... If we allow them to weaponize our morality against us and have them judge each other by standards, have us judge each other by standards that they themselves do not adhere to, then we are going to lose. And that's a thing that's bigger than Guardians of the Galaxy. It's a thing that's bigger than James Gunn. It's a thing that's bigger than any movie studio. It's an ideological battle at the centre of our culture and we can't allow ourselves to be um, hoist by our own petard. It's it's dangerous. It's very dangerous, what we're, what we're falling into now. And it starts with little things like this and it snowballs out from there and it's worrying. That's what I think. This next
1: email is uh. from Thomas and <laughs> Thomas asks... What's your favourite kind of cheese yeah <laughs> um well all that is Comic-Con political san diego even that,
0: comedy is political that is true
1: san diego comic-con roundup we've talked some pretty serious issues this week we've also talked about shit that doesn't matter yeah and if you want to talk about shit that doesn't matter or some yeah. of the serious stuff Definitely yeah, either i'll take either we would good. we would love i mean we'd love to hear discussion like things that can birth discussion and, and disagreements uh, healthy I'll disagreements deep, and things like that are worth like talking a about
0: so Some big of bitches dug in like an Alabama tick
1: <laughs> I finished the tick this week oh, Funny okay. enough uh, big, okay <laughs> uh, just, about loosely that. related uh, yeah. contact at gmail.com at @bigdamcast on twitter of course you can find the Damn channel on youtube if you're not already listening um, to us on the podcast app you can do that if you're watching this on youtube right now don't worry you can download us directly to your phone or your tablet also
0: twitch.tv slash stream. I'm on at least once a week i try and do more. Depends on our schedule. Absa bloody link. Yeah. So to finish off, let's
1: <laughs> all fly a kite up to the highest height. Uh, I just remembered that Christopher Robin's out next week. That's that looked good. Yeah. It looks nice, like that. That's what looking forward to. Um, uh, let's, let's go and watch Christopher Robin. Let's, let's go right now. Okay. It's not out yet. I'm going to go anyway. Bye, everyone. Bye. <laughs> Christopher Robin... <laughs> Reading <laughs> the You guys saw a saw screen grabs earlier this week where he's fading away and the captain says, Christopher Robin, I don't feel so rubber in like-